Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. We have so, so, so much to discuss tonight. And we also have a special guest joining us uh, to kind of talk everything that has happened in this past week with us concerning daytime television. From soaps to talk shows, we're going to cover it all. Uh, Of course, before we get into things, let's talk to our co-host. Alan, how are you? I'm Alicle Casey. Wonderful. Glad to hear it. Rodrigo, how you doing? How you doing, Casey? (laughs) Doing well, darling. The always lovely Tiggs, the man by my side, the wind beneath my wings. How are you? Oh, thank you. I, I Thank you, Beth. Thank you so much for that compliment. I'm doing fine. Uh, wonderful. And of <laughs> course, the queen that rules this podcast, Miss D, how are you? Bald and beautiful, baby. Bald and beautiful. Happy to hear it. Chaz, how are you, dear? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. And finally, the one and only Carly Silver from Daytime Confidential. How are you? I I am sleeker than Quinn Forrester's red leather jacket that Shauna decided to take up instead. I love that jacket. Thanks. (laughs) I love it. My girl. My girl. As everybody knows, we are so happy to have Carly Silver here. It's kind of like a Daytime Confidential crossover. Uh, And before we get into talking about daytime, let's talk to Carly for a bit. So, Carly, we are all such huge fans of yours from the uh, DC podcast. And what kind of like got you there? Like what's your soap history trajectory that landed you on that awesome site and in that panel? So it's such a cool thing. And you guys know that, that to be able to be part of like a group of really smart people that love soaps is means everything so to be able to be you know a part even a small part of a group like that you know is a really awesome thing and I'm just sort of along for the ride and grateful that I'm I'm to be able to be part of it I grew up like a lot of people watching soaps through CBS family um grew up watching wine at dinner yeah and um I always sort of loved books with high drama and then I ended up editing romance novels as my day job so oh, wow. I'm an editor at Harlequin. I'm an associate editor at Harlequin Books, and I always had a love for you know soapy storytelling. I mean, the amount of you know cowboys and switched babies and you know surprise what? pregnancies that I edit is sort of it, it's never ending fun. So when I got the chance to be able to work with DC, I was so thrilled, and it's really I've learned so much, and it's a really just it's full of brilliant people, and it's a real it's a real privilege to be a part of. Oh, that is awesome. I love that history you have. Um, So what would you say is your favorite soap of all time? What's that one you hold in your heart? Um, The Young and the Restless, because that's what I grew up watching, because that's, you know, we would sit down at dinner and my dad used to pretend like he didn't really enjoy watching it. But of course, over the years, he got into it and he, you know, was, well, he said, well, wasn't this person with that person? And slowly we reeled him in. <laughs> and uh, I probably, uh, probably Y&R for that reason. But I have a real fondness for old school B&B, like when Brooke took over belief and sort of being able to, you know, relive some of those great business storylines. Yes. The best storyline ever. Ever. Yes. ever told, ever. 
I know you can't, it doesn't get any better than that. When her lawyer is reading the list of demands, like a 24 hour, you know, uh, driver on call for, um, for Miss Logan Forrester's like exclusive use, that tension is just so beautifully drawn out. So I'm a CBS girl at heart, but I of course watch all four. Yeah, I'm CBS heavy too. And I know Chaz is as well. And uh, Y&R was always my favorite. And it's funny you mentioned your dad because uh, my stepdad was the same way. He was so, you know, manly and stuff. But then he would be like, oh, they show Lauren again for the first time in months. <laughs> and it's like, ah, see. You see um, my dad my dad yeah. fell in love with Victor Newman. He was like, <laughs> Victor, yeah. that was the man. He, he didn't like watching soaps, but when he retired and he was home during the day with my mom and he had, he just slowly just started watching. And then Victor is his favorite. You can't say nothing wrong about no Victor Newman with my dad. And, at the, all. Reason, and the reason my mom got into, well, she always enjoyed watching soaps, but she um, was an actress and did a lot of theater yeah. productions, but actually had some, did a couple guests, you know, small parts on soaps and stood in for, I think she was a, a stand-in for Kira Sedgwick on Another World a couple times. So oh I always sort God. of grew up like, you know, hearing a couple stories here and there and just sort of, you know, it was always very cool to have someone who was even a little bit of proximity um, to that. So I always ask her like, you know, what was this person like? What was this person like? And um, she, she had a ball, but it was, um, that's also really fun because, you know, unfortunately, she doesn't have her own IMDb page. I really need to, I don't know how you even do that, but <laughs> but it's, uh, it was always very cool to say, oh, she'll now and then say, oh, I work with that person. I'm like, very impressive. I'm always in awe. I'm just okay. shocked that you said that Kira Cedric was on Another World. I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't know when it was exactly. I don't want to, I'm not going to put a date on it because that would age me. Um, but actually I ended up, I can't remember which soap it was. It might've been as the world turns. It was one of the New York ones. And so my mom was still acting when my sister, I, my older sister was born. And, um, so she, uh, was pregnant, went with me and sort of hadn't told them whichever show she was doing a little bit part on. And they slowly had to sort of, you know, let stuff out. And I always joke with her that I was the downfall of her acting career because well, it all came along. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh that is awesome I love to hear that that is amazing um and I I looked it up to be sure because you know I find that bit of info so amazing um so it was 1982 to 83 that mm-hmm. era was on the show so that is so cool <laughs> it's really cool because you know every now and then I'll from talking with her about something because she loves the theater and she loves you know still avid soap watcher and she'll say oh well I you know I was her stand-in or I was and I was like wow you know yeah. it's very cool to be even tangentially uh related to or sort of you know a great great grand cousin of, <laughs> of of somebody involved in this kind of stuff that is so neat um so yeah of course another world aired on NBC uh so let's just go ahead and talk about those NBC shows then uh, so the Ellen DeGeneres show is coming to an end uh, with season 19 being its last for the next TV season. And wow, the floodgates have certainly opened <laughs> with that news being announced. So Carly, since you're our guest of honor, why don't you hit the Ellen show first? And what do you think of it coming to an end? I, you know, 
good luck to her. And, you know, I look forward to see what's coming up next. You know, the page six reported that Tiffany Haddish could be in talks to host something. I don't know if it'd be in that exact time slot, but I think Tiffany would be a great host. They're thinking of me. I think it was maybe deadline reported that um, Kelly Clarkson show might be moved up into that prime slot. I look, you know, I think her responses to the allegations of the toxic workplace and sexual harassment were just not, they were, they were heinous that she just claimed not to know. And ultimately, you know, she is the boss of the show. And I think even if she didn't know, which I don't know if she, you know, I, about certain allegations, you know, you've got to come out with a stronger response and defense of your employees, in my opinion. So, you know, I wish her well, um, hopefully you go on and do you and let's give somebody else a shot. I would love to be able to see, I was thinking to myself, like who would make a great host? Yeah. And there are so many, you know, I know she's just gotten, um, she just is going to be doing the E on the red carpet, but wouldn't someone like Laverne Cox be a great daytime, daytime talk show host if she wanted to do it? I have no idea like who would be interested or just hmm. thinking to myself, there are a lot of really great names that'd be interested to see. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing who's going to be in that in that time slot next and hopefully be someone great that, you know, we can really enjoy seeing and is a, you know, really will represent for their employees. Yes. And I used to, it's interesting you bring up Laverne. I used to love when Laverne would guest co-host on The View. Um, I feel like she did really well, um, especially like, you know, she would always uh, go up against like Whoopi to fight for her opinions. And I feel like she's very headstrong. So that would be good. Um, but I also wouldn't mind, uh, you know, Kelly Clarkson getting that prime slot uh, because I think she's really come to deserve it. And obviously the numbers back her up. Um, so Dee, let's go to you on this. Of course, not too long ago, we had an episode where we talked about how Ellen has reportedly lost over a million viewers season to date, and she's losing some key advertising revenue reportedly. So what do you think about the show coming to an end? You know, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Fuck that lady. Oh, really? You know, I don't care. I Thank do you. not care. I don't care. Thank you. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck her. I don't care. Like, I really don't. Carly, you were you so know? diplomatic. Well, this is the real answer. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, it's such a cool thing, again, to be able to, I listen every week and sort of be able to see everybody and sort of be able just to hang out firsthand is very fun. Man, I said I was gonna be a lady. I told Carly I was gonna be a lady, but fuck that bitch, man. man. I said it I'll say it again. Fuck that hoe. Like, if you can't come out and how do you not know what's going on in your damn show? If I'm sitting in the crowd trying to get some free tickets and I know what be going on behind the scenes, how the hell do you not know? Like, I really need you to shut up because you sound really stupid. Take your money. Go do whatever you do with your wife, live your best life, and let somebody else get their chance. That's how I look at it. You already know I'm like, fuck all these talk shows, low key. Um, I want my soaps back. I know I'm not gonna get it, but yeah. I don't care about Ellen. I stopped caring about her and her dancing. Uh, it was way before <laughs> 19 seasons, and we're gonna leave it at that. So, you know what? Go off into the sunset, do whatever you want to do, Oprah knockoff, and we'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Ellen. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> thank Rodrigo. you, Rodrigo, my twin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rodrigo, I was actually going to go uh, to you next. So, Ellen has certainly kind of taken the time to make this her farewell tour. 
but she was recently uh mocked at the mtv uh awards during their in memoriam segment saying that her career <laughs> is dead as well so <laughs> Rodrigo, what did you think of Ellie? I was, I was sorry. I know I shouldn't have laughed at that, but that shit was funny. That was funny. Okay, I'll give MTV that. That was a funny little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I decent. I don't give a fuck about Ellen. You know, I stopped watching that whole like a, a year ago. Like I've been told you, there's always been rumblings about her that she's not a nice person. This nice act was all an act. She. Her um, her ex employees have come forward talking about her. How it is a nightmare to be working at the Ellen DeGeneres show, and it's and you didn't know anything that was going on. You didn't know anything. She wanted to say, "I don't know anything. I don't work. I'm not in the building. I just I just go and tape a show and go home." No, it starts at the top. You're the leader of that show. Take accountability for it. Then she had the nerve to go on the Today Show on a Crimea River tour. I Talk just saw that. Yeah. I mean, Ellen, you just you just digging a deeper hole. Just just leave. Say bye. It's your last season. Go. Stop making excuses. Unless you're gonna take accountability for it. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't care. And I hope I don't even want any more talk shows. I want more soap operas. Fuck these talk shows. Yeah. The last 10 years, we've seen how many talk shows on the air. They don't last. <laughs> They've all been canceled. Or they leave the air. But you don't want to try a new soap. I mean, Dude, we've even fun. seen old talk shows rebooted and then fail. I mean, fail again. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I know they're cheap to produce, but. Uh, well, please tell that shit that. to Megan Kelly and Katie Kerr. <laughs> cheaper to produce my ass. They both got paid a King's ransom to bomb. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, Tiggs, you bring up a great point. So let's go to you. You brought up Katie Couric's uh, $80 million uh, debauchery. Uh, 80 so what? I'm... It was 80 how much? Yep. Yep. 80 whole ass million dollars. All my children, one they life was budget. $80 million. You know, do you know how many 30 minute soaps we could have ran on $80 million? You yeah. can get the horses galloping on the Newman Ranch again for that. <laughs> I'm sure that would wake up Black Beauty just fine. <laughs> these networks act like it's still 1993 and these shows going to cost $50 million to produce. Do you see how many web series that are beautifully produced and shot that are made with food stamps? And you mean, to tell, me, you mean to tell me you can't set up a goddamn studio down in Atlanta, Georgia with $15 million, motherfucker, and give me a fucking soap opera that's You ain't got to worry about licensing fees and none of that shit. And you just, like, Paramount owns CBS. Paramount ain't got no studios down in Georgia. Give me a goddamn soap opera. You a damn Also, life. there are all those incentives in Georgia, right? Yeah. Yeah. People to film down there. And there's such a rich culture of you know, filming so many great shows down there now that I agree. I think now, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to see it, but I would love to have even like a, like a spinoff of something, just something soapy. Yes, they can do so. it. They can do it. And Madison Avenue loves soap operas because they love the loyalty in the viewers. Viewers don't give a damn about talk shows anymore. They don't care. We have social no. media for that. So the celebrities tell enough of they got damn business. They damn sales on Instagram live. We don't need no talking head trying to interview them. Nobody cares about that anymore. 
I watched Red Table Talk on Facebook. Oh, that's, I love that. Oh, okay. That's my talk. Okay. That but, Ellen Pompeo episode, I love that one. Um, so Chaz, let's go to you on this. Of course, uh-huh. sadly, it looks like it's inevitable that we're going to get another talk show, whether we like it or not. So from that point of view, what type of talk show do you think needs to take Ellen's place in order to be successful? It <laughs> tried the hard-hitting news talk show. It didn't work. They tried the fun <sighs> entertainment talk show. It's not working anymore. What are they left with there, in your opinion? Uh, I, I think everybody said, you know, everything that, that needs to be said already. Is my, my opinion is, is that we've seen this millions of times. Like, we, how many t- TV shows or, or talk shows have there been in the last 10 years that have been canceled? They're not interesting. They're not working. Do something different. You know, put something else in that spot. And, and we talked about soap operas. I mean, if they're going to use that, need that spot, move Kelly Clarkson there. I don't watch her show all the time, but I don't dislike her. And I think that she's good television, right? Yeah. Um, that would be my pick for it. But I promise you, I do not want to watch another talk show with some other celebrity on that in that spot. Or, you know, I would much rather them invest that time and money, even in they, you guys brought up the idea of a half hour um, soap. Do that. You know, there's so many different things that even it could be something brand new. And if it's produced well and if it's written well, people will watch it in that spot. You know, it's just it, it's got it. They got to think outside of the box. Right. This is not 1971 anymore. It's not 1983 or whenever the soaps were at their peak in the 90s, right? We've yeah. got to, they've got to do something edgy, a lot edgier to get people to watch week after week because now they're in competition with streaming. They're in competition with um, primetime shows, which people watch at any given time that they want. You've got to get something that people want to go on there and say, actually, oh, this is coming on. I'm going to make sure that I watch this either mm-hmm. on the time that slot that yes. it comes in on or I'm going to watch it, you know, um, on streaming later. You because know? if they did create a new soap, it one, I think it would have to be half an hour. I mean, an hour. Yeah. The reason B&B, which we'll get to later, they're kind of gaining back their ratings that they lost pre-pandemic. And it's because it's very easy to watch, but it's got to be better than B&B. You know, I'm only talking about B&B in terms <laughs> Is of B&B thing. easy to watch? Yeah. Don't it's, get beat up. Don't, get, don't you get beat up. Don't get beat up. Look, when you mute it don't get on beat your up. lunch break in the teacher's lounge, that's a ratings point. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, they really need, you know, a new soap would have to be like Chuck Pratt mixed with Sally Sussman. It would have to be great character mm-hmm. mixed with fast-paced explosions. And it really would. Because like you said, they are competing with so much. So if... Mm-hmm. It was a nude soap. It would really, really have to be something action-packed and thrilling, in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, and it would have to be me. Like, I'm over them ever bringing back as the world turns out. It's too expensive. And then we all going to be bitches. Where's Barbara Ryan? Where's Reva Shane? All the things. Two days. I know damn good and well they can give you that brown wig to put on a movie box. Like, bringing those shows back, it would just be too damn expensive. So yeah. it's like, just make something new with these same actors. Like, yeah, we can't give you Barbara Ryan, but we can give you Colleen yeah, Zink as... You get two daytime vets and... A yeah, just get a couple movies. of vets, a whole bunch of newbies, and no, you said Chuck Pratt, fuck that. I'm tired no, of No, I said it's gotta be like Chuck Pratt's to, craziness mixed with Sally Sutton. I'm tired of these old, decrepit motherfuckers 
right knee. Another, <laughs> you know, you know, no, if you're gonna get, you're gonna get a writer, then get someone like Street Route, someone that wrote yes. like someone edgy, someone that's someone edgy. Yes, I'm telling you, something produced by old fart. Something produced by Wendy Reese, someone that understands daytime. Like you need to get her on this podcast. Get her and Jamie Giddens to write it. It would be an honor and a privilege, but you know, I think. Jamie's someone I know I've learned a lot from, and I'd love to look if they could do a daytime ambitions, I would be down for it for oh, sure. I still want to know who kills senior to this day. And I want to know, know if that creepy man over my Essence Adkins is alive because you know right. he's gone from the guy. Right. So <laughs> y'all didn't just slide into his DMs and ask him, like, never mind. No, I, I mean, you know, I, I've tweeted him a couple times, like, say, bro, when, when we gonna find out, you know, what happened next, you know, but obviously, you gotta, you know. I'm hoping, holding out, I hope somebody's going to pick it up. So I, I just don't understand how people weren't watching it. It's like, and bitches is better than, than that bullshit-ass haves and have-nots or whatever. <laughs> bullshit, Tyler Perry. He could was the best goddamn thing on that damn show. Such a and they finally about to end after 18. I don't know oh, goes. Oprah didn't save it. It was such a hit on streaming. It was such a ratings hit for her network. <laughs> It was a good, it was well written. It was, it was so things well that happened. It gave me like, happened. it gave yeah, me the, harken back to the times of prime time. So like that's, yeah. it, it gave you yeah. that sense of like nostalgia and like. And yeah, that's number mm. thing too. We can't even get a good prime time stuff in this motherfucker. Where's oh, Death for Housewives at? God damn it. Like, is terrible. Like, if, you, if you guys have seen Sciencey lately, it's awful. Ugh. Yeah, it's like they, they can't, we can't even get a good prime time show. But anyway, so let's get back to Ellen. Uh, well, ask Alan. Uh, so, Alan, are you and Charo ready to make your talk show? <laughs> well, I'm sure they, they would get more ratings. But I think it was so disgusting how Ellen blamed misogyny for the toxic workplace environment allegations. Yeah, that's bad. Yes. Yeah, because you, you can't say that. You, you're a fucking bitch, and you're trying to blame you being a bitch on misogyny? No. Yeah. Fuck that, that fucking Janice Manis looking bitch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Alan, oh my I knew God, you were going to say something fresh. Uh, I knew you were going to say Casey, something fresh. Lord Jesus. Casey, that, that's the title of the podcast. Dennis the Menace featuring Carly A. Silver. That's what you're going to say. Featuring Carly. You know what? I'm here for it. Like, what the hell? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's time to move on from this subject. So, <laughs> so next think... topic on today. <laughs> Yes, I think Ellen has certainly wasted. There is a saying. <laughs> so, Moving right uh, along. And, 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 but, and you know what? Like I said, good riddance to Ellen. Because I'm pretty sure that partially helped Days get picked up two years. So, yeah, bye. Well, she, she has many other shows that she produces that she's a part of. So I'm pretty sure she's not going anywhere. And I'm pretty sure those will probably leave the yeah, by gong show. Nobody that watching gong Game of Games except that, for yeah. two Billy Goats. That gong show, show <laughs> looking show she got. I don't like it. I don't like that show anyway. They canceled that too. Um, Anything <laughs> Ellen, you can afford a uh, retirement, girl. Bye. Yeah, yeah, she like got enough Ellen's, money. Ellen's in her 60s. She's worth $150 million. Go and um go get the cat licking on a beach somewhere with Porsche. Okay, <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> All right, so now <laughs> we are moving on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love it when gay men start talking about lesbians. Just yeah. Look, we talked about that enough two weeks ago. Anyway, um, 
Let's talk about the Drew Barrymore show as we continue our talk show talk, if you will. The nice white lady, yay! Uh, oh, <laughs> Another show I don't watch. Fuck her too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys done? <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Sorry. 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 I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> I'm a um, teacher and I'm going to act just like my students to be like, you're going to be waiting forever because I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go on. So anyway, um, this is um, a very serious topic. So we'll kind of calm down here to really discuss what's at hand. Uh, Drew Barrymore uh, recently decided to talk about the upcoming Woody Allen four-part HBO documentary on her show. And she even invited Dylan Farrow on. Um, Drew Barrymore went on to tell Dylan um, that she does regret working with Woody in the 1996 comedy Everyone Says I Love You and uh, Drew does admit that she kind of feels gaslit into believing what everybody else believed about Woody for so long. Um, it was a very honest discussion um, and it's certainly a discussion getting a lot of press as this documentary is set to premiere. So Carly, what do you think of Drew Barrymore really just going for it and talking about her regrets with working with Woody? Well, I'm glad that she has the regrets and she spoke out. And I'm glad that Dylan is being able to speak her truth. And hopefully it will, you know, result in more people really seeing Woody Allen for the predator that he is, allegedly. But, you know, that we all know he is. <laughs> but Definitely. I, I totally agree with you, you know, hopefully Willie uh, really will shine a light on his alleged uh, predatory behavior. Um, so Dee, let's go to you. Uh, Drew said that what really made her open her eyes was uh, having children. And she said, it changed me because I realized that I was one of the people who was basically gaslit into not looking at a narrative beyond what I was being told. I see what is happening in the industry now, and that is because of you, Dylan Farrow, making that brave choice. So thank you for that. So Dee, what do you think about this whole situation and Dylan being on Drew's show? Uh, I think the only people that honestly didn't think that Woody Allen was a creeper are white people. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, Anglo-Saxons, because, um, and people chose to see what they wanted to see because it was really obvious. Like everybody's like allegedly this and allegedly that I'm like, if too many people are coming forward saying the same thing, how many people need to come forward with the same story before you believe it? It's the same thing with all of the other predators that you see going on here now. So, you know, I feel like people wanted to work with his genius, his master fullness, whatever SAT word you want to use. So they deliberately look the other way, but I've always known, everyone that I know has always known that he was a creeper. I don't watch Woody Allen movies. I haven't watched a Woody Allen movie since I was a kid. And my dad told me that he was an effing creeper. And <clears throat> if I ever see him to run in the other direction, like straight up, every New Yorker knows what's up. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm sorry that he did these things to people. I hope more people speak out and I hope that, you know, it prevents other tragedies from happening in the future, but I'm not shocked or surprised or anything because we've been new. It's just now people are finally coming up and saying it, but 
it's always been there. It's just one of those things you gloss over. Like if you're dating someone and you know, it's that 80, 20 thing. Oh, just about everything's good except for that one little thing. So you're just going to pretend like you don't see it. I think people chose not to see it so that they could, you know, make the movie, do the whatever, get the clout, get the fame, do whatever and keep it trucking. And now they're kind of forced to look at it. And so now they're seeing what everybody else that wasn't in the movie saw. Because, I mean, is anybody else surprised, shocked? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I I would hope not. Um, Yeah, it's just, what a situation. And Carly, like you said, you know, it's amazing that Dylan is speaking uh for herself and for the truth and for what she believes in indeed yes uh tiggs what are your thoughts on this i'm proud that dylan is living her truth and you know i'm, I'm happy that Drew was just like you know what i was like 20 back then i was just on some bullshit but yeah woody ain't shit i believe y'all i just mm-hmm. chose not to and that's like like that's like D said, like a lot of people were like that because he was supposed to be this genius. But yeah, ever since I was a little kid, I never got the hype. He always liked that creepy ass old man that your mama would tell you to never go to his porch to go trick or treat that. So I never saw the like, he always looked creepy. He always liked pedophiles. So I don't know why, I don't give a damn how many good movies you make. Give a damn. And I don't know why they come to this four part documentary. How many times y'all got to tell everybody this motherfucker is nasty? You needed four whole episodes to tell you he's a creeper. Right. They've been saying like they've been doing all these documentaries and, and all well, these Well, well, like, well, you gotta look you have to look at the other side of that. We've had two full documentaries for R. Kelly as well. So you know Y'all needed it, two whole documentaries. Hey, exactly. no. <laughs> look, all I'm gonna say on that is in the words of Gail King, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> if um, anybody uh, is interested, uh, Alan the Pharaoh is the title of the documentary. It's four parts and it is available on HBO Max now. And during the docuseries, Dylan even calls out various actors who have continued to support Woody Allen. Wow. Um, with Alan, that did you said, know? I'm oh, just saying, ahead, Alan is middle of the road. Alan, did you know that Woody Allen was a creeper? Allegedly. Yes, for years. I've known since the 90s since I was a little kid. I watch the documentary. It's very well done. You should watch it if you haven't. It is very well done. If you don't believe Robert Lat, you're fucking moron. Alan, you kind of sound like Wendy Williams on the radio when she goes, I've been saying for years on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was a little kid, he was a fucking creeper. So it's not a shock. Wendy Williams told you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a shock. My dad was like, my dad, like, D, he, he, like, D, D's case, led. Yeah, that guy's a fucking creeper. He married his fucking stepdaughter. Don't watch his movies. Yeah, my, yeah, mom my mama couldn't stand with yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just this, and this example of some That's of his movies, some of his movies showed you that he was a creep because some of the themes yeah. of the movie, like for the, like Manhattan, his love interest was a 17-year-old and he's, and he's an old man in that movie already. You know, like, that was just autobiographical. Right. <laughs> yes. you know, one of the God. really, building off of the points that everyone's, the great yeah. points everyone's made so far, one of the things that I find really, I struggle with because I don't watch his movies and I don't, you know, conscious, I try not to, but yeah. I mean like, you know, if I realize it's in something, I'll try and change the channel. Um, but sort of he's become such a standard of humor in America, right? 
like meaning like he he's still quoted as like a comic genius and and i think that you know we societally you know there are so many other people you could point to as you know woody instead of woody allen and i think it's like it's something as simple sort of especially you know like a lot of white comedy writers will say oh well woody allen xyz it's not to say that you can't you know ever have appreciated him but i think that they're you know I think he's sort of used as a byword for great comedy. And I think some of his stuff can have been funny. And also we can, we as a society can look to, you know, other, any number of other brilliant comedy writers of which there are so many to, you know, sort of be like a new, a new standard. And also he sort of become this like byword for New York Jewishness in a yeah. way, sort of this like stereotype of the nebbishy guy with the glasses. And that's sort of a, sort of a, just a New York stereotype. Like it's sort of, but also having somebody like that be a stereotype for, or sort of a, a, a stock character for a group of people, especially as someone who's, you know, Jewish and from New York. And yeah. it's a very weird, you know, it's also, there are so many other options of people that you could, you know, mm-hmm. it, or just, I mean, there are so many different kinds of people from all different backgrounds in New York and so many different kinds of Jewish people. And just to be able to, you know, I think it's just a reminder that somebody like that is is like an easy default to like harken back to if you want to think about comedy. But, you know, we all, societally, I think we all need to like, especially like, again, like white comedy writers or people who are like to challenge themselves to think of like other people because mm-hmm. there are I'm lots of other people. And they need to challenge themselves. (laughs) They need to challenge themselves not to bring him up, you know, eliminate him from that circle, you know, Mm -hmm. take some of that power back in that genre. Um, And, you know, of course you can never erase the history. It's Mm -hmm. there and it needs to be there as a future lesson. But, you know, Mm like I said, you know, they kind of need to take that power back um, because there is, I'm telling y'all, there's a lot more out there than white Woody Allen. <laughs> like no, well, like, we've seen, we've seen it. We, you know, we've seen it in multiple cultures and multiple areas, multiple backgrounds, you know, yes. black people, we've seen it with Bill Cosby. We've seen it with R. Kelly, you know, we've seen it as well. So it, it, there are mult in multiple industries. There are multiple people, even at CBS, you know, um, the, the, the head of CBS was Les ousted Moonves, recently. Yeah. Les Moonves, right? So, you know, and we knew that. We didn't know it, but the people that worked there did. So, Well, and even those rumors continued for years before his outing because of Sybil Shepard um, yeah. and how her show abruptly came to an end, which, by the way, yeah. I love Sybil. Um, <laughs> and I yeah. still watch reruns of that on my Prime video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, there's always somebody out there who is willing to tell the story. It's just a matter of not us listening, but Hollywood listening mm-hmm. because it gets swept under the rug a lot. I mean, look what it's taken up to this point for there to be a documentary where things are called into question. You know, it's taken all these decades of his work. And so I think, you know, Hollywood really needs to examine that before we get the next, you know, Justice Warrior promotional movie or poster or, you know, next Oscar speech where, you know, Meryl Streep stands up and she's like, oh, this is appalling. How will we move on? But we will. We're triumphant. I'm like, we really need to examine why it's taken this long to get that truth out there to the public yeah. from that point of view, from Dylan's point of view. Yep. So yeah, that's just my two cents on it. 
Um, but let's move on to something that is bringing us lots of joy, something a little happier. Days of Our Lives in a Surprising Twist has snagged a two-year renewal for the first time since 2014. This is amazing news. So Alan, let's go to you first. Talk about your thoughts on days getting renewed for a record-breaking seasons 57 and 58. I'm surprised because days ratings are kind of in the gutter right now. You must be doing well for them for the new two years. Hopefully, they can tighten up the writing right now because the show is kind of um, sloppy right now with all the mass shit and all that. But it's still watchable, but it's still. Yeah, it's a little too. I agree. It's a little too chaotic in some parts, but it's there. I mean, like, you know, it is there. Um, Which, of course, next week, pending any, you know, as Celeste would put it, doom, darling, (laughs) pending any of that, we will be doing a top five ways to fix Days of Our Lives podcast. Um, But in the meantime, uh, Carly, let's go to you. So in addition to the show being renewed for two years, Jacquet Harry and Robert Scott Wilson have both signed new contracts. So what do you think of that? First of all, I'm so thrilled for Days to be that they picked up creatively. I think they're at one of the most interesting points, uh, probably the most interesting point creatively of all four. I don't, you know, I think that like everything else, I think there's always things that definitely need to be worked on, things I like, things I don't like, but I'm still watching. And I don't, I haven't felt that way since GH hit a creative peak, I think maybe like at a certain point last year, you know? Yeah. And I think Days and the writing team there and they've, just done a tremendous job between COVID, budget challenges, everything. And, you know, I'm thrilled for them. I'm thrilled for any soap that, you know, stays on the, you know, stays on the air. We've only got four left at this point. And I am so thrilled that Jackie Harry is now going to be on contract. She is, there are no words to say what, what a, a splash, splash of sunshine she is to days, you know, not even, you know, she's wealthy. She's, you know, she's smart. She's, you know, she's every, she's, you know, flirting with Abe. She's, you know, challenging Julie. She's, you know, got her own daughter. She's got, she's been integrated really nicely into the canvas, onto the canvas. And I like I just, I love everything about the character of Paulina and I like Chanel. I really like the way in which they're expanding um, Lonnie's family. And I love, I just, I'm so thrilled. And, you know, she's just, she's somebody who's an amazing promoter as well. And she's also everywhere. She's on Pose. She's on, she's going to be on the new Phoebe Robinson show on Freeform called Everything is Trash, which should be great. (laughs) And she's somebody who is real, like she's getting people to watch and she's somebody who's just a tremendous talent anyway. She can do it anything you know she can do drama she can do comedy so i'm so thrilled and robert scott wilson i think is sort of the young male lead of the show at the moment you know in terms of like i think they need to give him something else to do besides pine after sierra um whether it's whether it's a job or whether it's somebody else you know i think that that but i'm thrilled that he's coming back as well and i think that it sounds like they've got a really bright future on their horizon and i'm i'm really thrilled for them casey that's a podcast within itself 
characters who need something to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is I, I, can think of, I can think of one right You just now, need though. one, Claire. Claire <laughs> needs something to do. The cast of the Young and the Restless shit. <laughs> the cast of the Young and the Restless. Yeah, the, the cast. So the Young and the Restless. <laughs> only two people got something some. to do on that show. Amanda and Faith. Everybody else. No, only two people got to do something to do on that show is Adam. Look, Adam. I'll tell you oh, why Faith started Lord. drinking. Because Faith saw the state of the Young and the Restless and she just said, damn, <laughs> Give me that bottle. You know what's unbelievable? No. You know what's unbelievable is that they can't find something for Sally to do. They can't even make her scheme. It's like a half. It's crazy. Like, you that's know what? Be oh, you know what? Sorry, that's another topic. But I. Sorry. But, Bill um, Bell, no, no, no. Bill I just I could yeah. easily go on tangents. Bill Bell would have written the shit out of Courtney Hope if she was on that show back. Easily, then. Um, easily. Yes. I wanted to say. I wanted to say to Adam what Carly was. I know you didn't come to me, but I'm just gonna say anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I did it nicely. Um, what I wanted to say is that I haven't, I, I'm not a, a, a Days, Days of Our Lives fan, right? I haven't watched since um, the lady forgot her name. She was possessed by the devil. Marlena. Marlena. Okay. So you haven't watched Boy. in like five years. It's been a minute. It's, I think I watched at that time because I'm like, they really doing like a devil possession storyline? So I watched a little bit during that time. But when I oh, heard nice. that Jackie Harry was going to be on, I started, you know, the her first episode and a couple after that, I started watching that show again, you know, because it has I, I wanted to see her and the character because I know what she brought with it, you know, because I mean I just saw her, well, I just saw last night on uh not last night, but I watched it last night on Pose. And you know, it's the reason why she has an Emmy. She's a fantastic actress, and that is a yes. huge get, especially yeah. if they're gonna make her. Is she reoccurring or is she going to be? She's going to be on contract. Yeah, on she contract. Signed contract. contract. Yes. Yeah. Which that's, is such a, yeah, such a, a and like you're saying, she's doing, oh, sorry, just building off your point, Chaz, she's yeah. in such high demand everywhere. So for her yeah. to also be, you know, every time she's on a TV show to promote one of her other projects, she's also going to bring up days. And, you know, right. she's, and so she's, hopefully, you know, she's just, she's a tour de force. And I, yeah. I think, they couldn't have brought somebody better on. And yeah. it's really great how her partnership with days has kind of revived her career because now she's everywhere again. I mean, I see countless articles on deadline every day, like, Oh, Jacquet joins the show and Oh, Jacquet's in talks to go here. And Oh, Jacquet's. Well, and how did it start? He's, he's how, did how did it start? So that they're talking about uncle Ron on the, on the Twitter, <laughs> on the yes. bird app. See, see, you know, what started was she said I would love to do days and and know, he said I will oh, have you because yes. you know Uncle Ron is a fan. He's he like I'm gonna have to buy 23 people and burn down a set, but we'll get you. <laughs> but the oh, great yeah. thing is that Jack that the show gained with Jack A is a great promoter because that mm -hmm. lady yes. will promote the hell out your show. Whatever yes. she's in, she she's gonna let you know. She's on Twitter every day. She's live I follow her episodes. Uh, and... oh, she's just every I'm so happy. <laughs> I just love that Paulina character. I love Chanel. I love that Chanel is gender Chanel's fluid. Fantastic. And like Chanel goes either way the wind blows. And that's why I love like it's so amazing to watch this character grow and evolve. Um the mass, okay, that's going to be ending soon, so that, that'll be gone. And Ron, it needs to, Lord, I'm really Ron afraid Ron that Kristen go and personate Abe soon. He goes cuckoo, but I think this is over, but we're going to get back to the character stuff. The stuff today, the cap, last couple of days with Lucas and Sammy, um, 
like Brian Totillo and Allison Sweeney. Killing Lumi it. Are Killing just it. Reminding y'all whose house this done. is. Okay. <laughs> and carving yourself right. God bless. God bless. Because they helped build I that know. house too. <laughs> yeah, I was they just thinking. Build it too. Yeah, you know, I was Stacy. I was just thinking, you know, how game she is to be able to pull this off. And obviously, Kristen's behavior isn't believable as such, but Stacy's doing such a bang up job. And exactly, I think there's so many. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Everyone's saying that there are definitely things that I would love to see tweaked, like the masks. Masks, I just can't. But the fact that we have so many power players on canvas and veterans back, and like to have yeah. Ali and Lucas. I'm sorry, Ali and Brian together Sammy is just and Lucas, yeah. yes, <laughs> and um. I just, I'm excited to tune in every day. I am too. Yeah. And there is something Aww, y'all are so cute. for everybody, you know, so I, I'm just happy, you know, Kristen's making so everybody cute. in Salem wear their masks. Mm. EJ, EJ is coming back. I can, I can smell it. I'm excited it for EJ. Um, you know, November sweeps this year is going to be It's going to be good. Yeah. You know what? Y'all drag, y'all drag Ron all the time. Y'all drag Ron and then he pulls it out the same well, way y'all drag Brad Bell and then he does something that just boom. I'm just saying they'll go through their slump well, and yeah, then I mean, somebody will light a fire. But, under but, but, but the thing with Brad, but listen, since we talking about Brad Bell, the thing with Brad oh, Bell Lord, is that yeah, I'm no, I'm here we go. Let me get a cigarette. <laughs> no, this we, we can talk, like yes, he does pull out these great things, like the thing with uh, Carter and Quinn. And but the problem that I have with Brad Bell has always been his consistency. You can't like I I purposely started watching back the Bold and Beautiful this week so I could see Carter and Quinn right, and then I turn on my television and I'm looking at Liam and them again. I don't give a damn about what Liam is who he ran over. It doesn't make any sense. Why are you taking the you you have to have multiple stories? I get it, but the other stories that you're telling are not interesting. So it's consistency for me. That's my that's my thing. And I'm well, sure. and that's what it is for me too with Ron. I will say anytime Ron comes to a show, I gotta be honest, I'm gonna love about 90% of what he does. And the other 10% is stuff that you know he gonna bring. He's gonna bring DID and mask and okay, bad social it. issue storylines with rape. So I mean, so it's that 10% that I've never loved about Ron. But I will tell you that. This man, no matter the show he goes to, he always brings his own theme and own identity. And I can respect that because these writers all the time try to turn into stuff they're not. And Ron is always consistent with who he is as a writer. He's one of the few writers that still has passion for and writing. And yes, Rodrigo, so you can shows. love this. He's he the this own, one of the he few loves that the genre. He loves, he loves the genre. For. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. And, you he know, does. I know. I, I I can drag Ron sometimes, but I just you know I've been watching Ron's work for over a decade now, so I just I'm just so yeah. familiar with what <laughs> when he's going to be on a low period, when he's going to be back on the high period, and when he's in between. Yeah. So I recognize it. So that's why I'm like, okay, days went through a little bit of a slump, but. They have and the we ride it out because they the have out. the pieces coming back. You know what I mean? Right. They have yeah. new stories starting to play out. And, and so summer is always a good time for me. Yeah. I, will say that. I don't know. It's different because yeah, I mean, some of us watch all the time. So it's just like I don't just tune in for this character or for this person. I watch all the time. I watch for the yeah. ensemble cast. And I've been saying 
Days is a really good show. There may be something on there that you don't like because I don't like every single storyline on there. Some of the stuff I think is really stupid and I'll be the first one to say it, you know, but overall, it's the best written show that's going on right now. You can never say that there's not action and drama going on Days of Our Lives. You can say what you want to. You can never say that. It's really the only, it's really And there's umbrellas ensemble soap opera on tv right now it truly is because what i will say is is that you you are from from me not watching the show you know at at all basically from you guys talking about the show you know week to week you get you give days of our lives probably the most praise of things that are going on on the show and yes you give it it's stuff that you know you don't like as well but overall, I would say that you guys talk about mostly days of our lives the most is things that you're, you're, ple- you're happy with, right? So that's, that's a lot yeah. to be said, especially nowadays. And so I think, I think that one of the things that of all four going into the summer, Days is the only show that I can see having a lot of romance set up for the summer, especially with the younger set. Yes. You know, like mm-hmm. I think GH is such a promising younger set, but I think I don't see any romance necessarily on the horizon. Um, I, and I think about mobs and babies Bob. and Wiley, okay? Yeah, and Carly I think- and Bob and Wiley. Yes, I Different think Carly. GH's problem has become, <laughs> yeah. and we'll get back to day shortly. I think GH's problem is that they have yet to inject another outside character that stays around and works well. It didn't work with Oscar. God, I hated that character. And I'm glad Carly oh, Corinthians Nero was him? off the show. Um, we don't mention him. Why'd you do that? Dev, and then that Dev. Rocks. So with Devin Oscar, um, GH has yet to inject another person into that set. They messed Dev up so bad. Cam that should have been Brenda's son. And uh, Trina. So, that should have been Brenda's son. They messed that one totally up. Yeah. So right. They missed it. was so that set up and they missed it. Even like if those. Vanessa... Even if Vanessa couldn't return to the show full time, just five episodes would have taken care of the whole thing. <laughs> um, and they would have been a glorious five episodes. Yeah, right? honey. Yes, they would have. Yeah, it would have been rock and sock them. The most episodes. flawless hair in New York State. <laughs> Even lying. Um, all that head and shoulders money. Yes. <laughs> so, Carly, I think you're totally right that Days does not miss the boat. Ron has written a very great... Uh, younger set of characters um while also still focusing on the veterans you know the veterans get tons of screen he had suzanne rogers working her ass off suzanne hadn't worked that much since 1981 when mickey was on the farm with amnesia not 40 years ago <laughs> no ron no for ron real is, no for real ron, ron gave us always all good the he's always good to the vet he is always generous with the veterans on any show he's been on he who keeps, but he knows who yeah keeps he the knows who on the people want to watch you yeah, watch, right, watch for the vets i mean yeah. like i mean i watch for watching, really Hunter. watching gh Who's really watching GH for for Brando other than two people that I know on Twitter? Lord, I, I mean, tons of just all of us. Remember when he was at General Hospital, he gave it all shitty writing to Liz? He did not hear from yeah. Liz at all. Yeah, Liz was really the only vet that he kind of did dirty over there. I, it's time. interesting because I think that, you know, the current, you know, I think that for whatever reason, Liz seems to constantly get short shrift. In Franco's story, she's like a footnote now. You know, yeah, which breaks my heart I mean, because she's such a st- uh, Becky's uh, such a stellar actor. She's the widow in this story, and somehow and it's she about got no airtime with no yes. airtime, no airtime, widow with no airtime, exactly, widow with no <laughs> airtime. 
Candace we'll and those about, crazy eyes are getting more airtime than the getting, crazy. and I'm yeah. very angry about it. But let's just put Carly in every storyline. We want to see every, every single day. one. And then you wonder why the ratings <laughs> look the way they did. I tell you what, though, she at least they're dressing line. her better. At least they're her and that pony right t- her and ponytail oh. stay in every storyline oh, and and the thespian, but you wonder why the Raiders look the way they do. That sounds yeah. like the show I know. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Tiggs, let's go to you. Let's talk uh, Days of Our Lives uh, season to date ratings. Uh, so the ratings are um, have stabilized. Yes. It is the fourth place, so but you know it's making a ton of streaming dollars. Um, currently, Days of Our Lives is nine um, out of eleven of the main network shows between talk shows and game shows. Um, season to date, it pulls in about one point six million uh, in total viewers. So, Tiggs, with that being said, what do you think of the season to date ratings, and what are your thoughts on the renewal as a whole? Yeah. Uh... The 1.6, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's about the promotion. Like, we all saw it last year. Y'all was the only soap that was COVID, the only show that was COVID-proof all last summer. Y'all gonna promote shit. Thank God y'all hired Jack A. Harris. You need a separate salary to promote the damn show. Like, they, they don't promote. None of these networks promote their damn soaps. And it's just like, why not? But, yeah, it, it makes a lot of advertising dollars on streaming, like, so it sure does. Sure that's what that's what saved it like because like 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 you know I me mean? like you know i got my dvr like but no if i had a real on the go life my ass would be right on my goddamn phone on my way to work listening if i had two days of our lives and that's what a lot of people do now and days that's what i do to both yeah you know days Lulu, is those, yeah. i do that days with all the soaps shows. i don't watch the soaps on network anymore and i haven't in years i uh watch it on streaming services. Um, this morning when I was sitting down and looking over some things for work, I had GH on my cell phone propped up on my desk <laughs> um, on Hulu and same with days of our lives. Yesterday when I was getting ready for work before I headed out the door, I was like, oh, I've got time for days. So I'll listen to it as I get ready. Um, and you know, that's what a lot of people are doing. And so I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if one day days like I think the rest of the soaps will move to their networks, respective streaming services, um, you know, CBS, I forget which two shows it is, but they have two shows that they're taking off the network and giving to Paramount Plus. I think one was Seal Team and the other one yes. was evil. something. I can't evil. Yeah, that evil show. Oh, that Seal Team show was terrible. The one about honey, but David Boreanaz um, is good to look at. They, they <laughs> oh, need to be trying to save all rides and put it on there. Isn't it Clarice? It's Clarice. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Clarice. Yeah. It's Clarice. Which it isn't finalized yet. Before he says it, not yet. They're in talks right now. We're going to Paramount Plus. They need to look at Alan. I tell you, Alan's on it. No, I mean it was on Twitter that they're going. Like that, it's, no, it's, it's, it's like going either. across or whatever. But yeah, like they're doing that. But I'm like, I don't watch either one of those shows, so I don't care. I don't watch a lot of prime time. You have to be a really good show for me to even watch prime. Yeah, time. you got to be like, um, a how to get away with murder for me or yeah, great. Yeah. That's one of those things for me. I just don't want to get invested, and then it gets canceled. Exactly. So, yeah. I almost started watching that Rebel, and looked what happened to that. They said, "Katie Seagal, get your ass back on the condo set." Well, maybe if people had actually watched it, it would still be on the air. But because you know, yeah, it, 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 I didn't watch it. 
But, but yeah, anyway, like, Tiggs, back, back to Salem. <laughs> the day's renewal, I'm so happy about that. This is the longest they've ever taken to renew it. So I was getting a little scared. But, you know, I'm happy that the show is staying on for two more years. Like, I love Ron, but he needs to sign up there right. Because it ain't really the storyline, just the execution. It's been terrible yeah. execution. Like, the execution this, this Kristen storyline could have been so, but I was talking about it with somebody on Twitter today. Like, they could have had Philip in this. Why didn't Kristen summon him at Statesville? But I like, look, you want that bitch, Chloe, and I want her to stay away from Bray. So let's work together and do this. That's how they, like, because Stane did shit with Philip. I love his friendship with Gabby. That's cute. But they haven't done these. And then who wants to be in a quad with their mom? Ew. So it's like, no. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> no, no. Right. Like, instead of this I don't know. cockamamie ass storyline, like, Kristen has no end game to this. What, like, okay, you get him away from Chloe. You, you know Brady's stupid and horny all the time. He not gonna say, like, I, I, None of this makes any sense. You went through all she should have just married him so she should get some prison sex. That's yeah, what she, she should have did. And then that would have solved it. Like, I'm serious. Like, they, they do like, all this. They do all she should have got it. She should have just told, she could have just told Brady who she was. And she doesn't like, have Brady would have made mask. her go back to jail. Brady yes. would have made her go back to jail yeah. because he would think that it was morally wrong for Susan to be there, but he would have at least tapped that ass and not slept with Chloe. Now, not even already dropped that Chloe is coming, so I'm look, not even worried about it. Brady but. has known the moves she can put on a man for a long time, and it don't take much to get Brady hard. Exactly. It really does. So the wind can do a it. Boob. it. I mean, right. you look at Brady the wind, baby. The wind, you, the wind will make Brady, oh, Lord. And, and then the horniest dude on daytime. I'm this whole serious. thing with him, with him and Chloe, it just, I know there are Brody fans out there that I've been fighting with them all day today. But just, well, <laughs> it feels it feels thrown together. It feels thrown the fuck together. Eric Marsoff's been in that damn role for 13 years. They ain't never tried to put him back with Chloe. Now all of a sudden, it's the thing. I don't like the chemistry. I don't. Yeah, it's There's just, no chemistry. There's not, not any. It's off. It's it just like, like, but, like, like buddies. Just, like, yeah, you're in that. Got, friends and I think as much as like Herbert Daniel, like, well, I hated Daniel, but it's just too. Don't mention him. You know, it's funny because I like as much as I really like I love Jake and Gabby. I think Philip and Gabby have really great chemistry. They had plus- better chemistry they though. Gabby yeah. was it. Gabby was it. And I was like, I knew I wasn't gonna get it. I mean, and I so would I was love just for enjoying both- it while I got it. I would love for both guys to be after Gabby, you know? Like yes! I just- yes! Thank you. Yeah. And but enough I'm of like, her why are you chasing after great grandma Kate? Like, like Jake, let's get Jake out this Kate thing, like, end that shit. Make like, this okay. make sense. That was, like, that was, I'm like, come on now. I know Lauren Cosgrove has her guarantees, but you could have did a better story. I'm just uh, saying. Not her guarantees. You know, it's funny because I, I like I liked Jake and Kate together, not as like an end game, but maybe as a couple. But I also think that, you know, they, like you were saying, that it could be, you know, because Gabby and Kate have sort of been, you know, Gabby was sort of mentoring, uh, oh, sorry, Kate was sort of mentoring Sammy, who was mentoring Gabby ever since they, you know, killed Nick and threw him in the river. But, you know, I think that there could be like a fun little snarky rivalry there without it having, you know, because no one thinks that Jake and Kate are endgame. But I also think that, you know, there could, are five fans that do. But no, but I, but I think, I mean, I think, my mention. You know, I think I think Lauren Coslow is brilliant and I like them together, but I just would love yeah. to see her be able to do something like, you know, I'd love to be able to see her back at Demera Enterprises, you know, maybe battling, snarking it out with Jake in the boardroom or something like that as well, because she's a very talented actress in her own right. And I think it'd be fun to be able to see, 
you know, that family is so enmeshed and sort of everyone slept with everyone that to be able yeah. to see those consequences of their personal lives fall, like the ramifications in Demera Enterprises, whatever Demera Enterprises actually does could be really fun. I think that would give the, the actors <laughs> a, a, a bit more. Like, what do they actually do? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never liked Kate in the Demera family or I've never liked that shit. I've, well, I've Kate like, was oh, always. I didn't, no, I didn't I've always loved her. Being her married to Stefano, I didn't oh, I loved when she was with Stefano. I loved her. I don't her care about her being. I don't care about her being Chad surrogate mama. I never liked her in that Demera order. I ain't never. Liked oh, that's the only to, thing I hated was that. She getting married. Rebecca Romaine and yeah, oh, it's time. Oh, Lauren Fargo is gorgeous to be a woman of a certain age, but they've been throwing a forty-year-old man at her for the last fifteen years. I'm tired of that shit. And what the only one I did like was her with Rafe. I love Kate and Rafe. Kate needs more. Kate needs more family scenes. She don't have enough scenes with well, Philip or Lucas. She needs to have. She oh, she always got yeah. scenes with her fake son. I need to see some scenes <laughs> with her real son. Okay, her, her real son. Like some more. Like come on. Like they neglect that aspect. And you, know what, you know what that reminds me of? Like Jill and Kane sharing scenes instead of Jill and Billy. Oh my yes. God. Exactly. Lord we talked morning. about I'm that. Serious. It's the same trash. And yeah. I'm just like, um, your real son's sitting right there wilding out, but you worried about your fake son over here. Can you oh, please get Lord, this okay. together? And good Lord, talk about a character that's been ruined under Ron. Good Lord, he has destroyed Chad. And, Bi- and Billy Flynn's uh, half-ass acting ain't helping no better either. I think you're look, wrong for that. No, I think Billy, 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 hey, don't you mention my man, Alan. We're going to fight. I heard you. You know I listen to you. Don't you mention my man. So when it comes to Kate, when it comes to Kate, I will say. Doing more heavy lifting than him and scenes. Her pregnant ass running around in the mayor mansion. He just standing there looking stupid. Marcy Miller is amazing. I didn't know Gwen was pregnant. Yeah, I think that Kate has always worked best when Lauren Coslow gets to be the businesswoman, like Carly said, you know, that is when she's at her best because Kate is a ruthless businesswoman who made it out of the gutter and made a name for herself. Yes, she is smart. She's independent. She doesn't need to keep falling over peanuts. I mean, it's just embarrassing for that character. It is. Is she like Brooke Logan, but just in Salem? I mean, like Brooke is a smart person, so why do you always have her chasing after some dude that belongs to somebody else? Like, please give her some. She's in love with a dude. When she goes for the guy, she's always supposed to fall on her face. I mean, Kate's kind of quest for love, like mixing business with pleasure, is kind of what has made the character so fun because you know she's gonna fall on her face you know sammy's gonna rub it in and i mean it's just always something that's been consistently great now on the whole chad thing tiggs i disagree with you i think billy flynn is trying to give it his all i think it's kind of this wonky (laughs) writing actually i actually kind of feel sorry for chad which i never do yeah. So I think it's I this whole wonky it. writing with like Gwen and them not being sure how far they want to take Abby's like psychological problems. And I think it's just, you know, Ron is really trying to step back and trying to figure out how he wants to write that set. Um, but Lord, I'm tired of this Gwen. I'm, oh, I'm tired of her. Oh, oh you know, like, like, I'm so Gwen. I don't care. I've come to like that. 
I like when. So bitch. I okay, like well, hold on. Now. All eight of you talked at one point. <laughs> and we all like her. Uh-uh. <laughs> because I, I love like her it. energy and scenes with Marcy Miller. Marcy Miller oh. be ready to beat her ass. She be thinking it's real. Like Emily but O'Brien yeah, and Marcy like, no, Miller. Are, those scenes are amazing. When Abby goes in on Gwen, and then mm-hmm. Gwen went right back at Abby, popped her too. And like, okay, now we have a ball game with these two. Now with I will baby say, yeah, dying, Emily and Marcy do the baby dies. You, you, you can see a rivalry between those two going for years because like when yeah. Marcy, when Abby, really good for yeah, a rivalry, when yeah, Abby really good. held uh, Gwen down in the tunnels a few weeks ago and she brought Gabby along and Gwen was trying to kind of play them against each other. <laughs> I found that hilarious. Um, all three of those women were so on point in that scene. Um, so yeah, I just, when I get tired with Gwen though, is honestly, I didn't think they needed to make her Jack's daughter. I didn't think we needed to do that whole convoluted backstory where they all got to play each other in flashbacks with shoulder pads and blades. Yeah. In the Brady. Oh, no, not the eighties. That's stupid. And, then, and, and yeah. then yeah, and then killing off Laura for no reason. That was all stupid because with Gwen and Abigail, they had enough reason to hate each other. They didn't have to kill off Laura and co- combine exactly. a whole year's story yeah. in three months. They That's already they hated each other. Yeah, but then, but now it's tit for tat. They just keep doing shit to each other. It's like Tom and fucking Jerry. It's like you know. <laughs> but you, how mean. many years did you watch Tom and Jerry? Though I'm just saying, if it's written, if it's written well enough, and yeah. I actually like. I did at the beginning. I thought that Gwen was pretty much useless. I just liked her because she was just sticking it to everybody. I actually like the character now. I like the actress. I like the character. Yeah. I like the direction that it's going in. I like that she is vulnerable with Jack in a way that yeah. she is not with other people. I like that, you know, Gwen is just, you know, she brings out the worst in Abby. And I like bad Abby. You know, I love yeah. big Abby. Yeah. I, I really people think- get mad at me for saying it, but I like her. I like the dynamic that's going on. Yeah. All we need is crackhead JJ and we got a story, yo. I miss I mean, JJ. Yeah, like, and I really do think this wasn't the original plan with Gwen. But they didn't have anything for her to do. They didn't know if Camilla Bannis was coming back. And they needed They needed a bitch. Because Ron didn't know who the hell drugged Abigail last time. He didn't know. And then he <laughs> was just probably, he probably was eating some cheese this one night and said, well, shit, it could be Gwen. I'm going to ask him. I bet the <laughs> and original then, then plan was for did, Marlena to be yeah. possessed again. <laughs> then when Camilla did come back, he was like, "Nah, I don't shit. think I don't think I don't think that Gwen was a long term thing." Yeah, Gwen wasn't. I don't think Gwen was a long term character. But yeah. when Camila Benus didn't come back, or you yep. know, when everything yep. just yeah. kind of up in because, arms, they went and they changed it or whatever. Because I originally, I think the original plan was just straight up. She drugged her whatever whatever but then they're changing it but i actually like it that's not yeah, the that's I, that's not a thought, low point vivian of what's going did. on that's who i thought did i thought vivian did that's who i thought did Ooh, Lord, the that's another thing they gotta stop recasting vivian every six months with an out-of-work 70 year old soap actress i'm done with Ooh. that too. Ooh, yeah Lord. yeah i've already I seen dory and Lord and Alicia Gallant, eat up well, all set. Said, i love me she 80 years old but i know she got her father shots goddamn 
<laughs> and I love me some Linda Dano, but this is not. Yeah, this is Lord, not and it. I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm that they're keeping, it to a, they're keeping it to a minimum. I'm sorry. Thankfully. I'm sorry. I love it to Linda a minimum. Dano. I love her, but this is not it. Look, this with them it. being renewed for two years, that and that with the licensing fee cut, and those sets are gonna get smaller, and they cannot afford to have no soap. The way they did her hair, the way they're doing her hair is that swoosh. They put on her head like on yeah. The everything they're head. doing, everything they're doing is like they didn't they didn't need Vivian for it. Vivian didn't no, need to be no. in this storyline with Kristen. Hell, even no. with the the kidnapping storyline. Okay, y'all were able to bring back Yvonne. Great. Vivian didn't even need to be needed. It's very Yvonne much when Ron right before. It is right when Ron used to bring up. Vivian, he could have gotten caught. It is when Ron used to bring back Helena all the time on GH, and finally ABC said, and we loved it. She's they said, but ABC said, look. Constance Towers is a thousand and two years old next summer. You can't keep bringing her back every time you want to. And she still look good. She does look good. Look, I don't know if she's doing the Neutrogena sensitive skin moisturizer, but she does look good. Um, You know what? I'm one of the only people that want, I want Helena back because she was one of the best villains that General Hospital ever had. Yeah, like, Like, honestly. I just, just, I'm not a big Vivian fan, so that's my thing. I was a huge Vivian fan, but without Louise there, it feels forced. You can't get Louise. Just don't bother bringing her back. There's other villains. Just don't bring her back. Yeah. You can can do the story with, and it's just like, yeah. Who's next after this? Is it going to be, um, who... (laughs) Okay, Erica Slazak, she's gonna be the okay. next. I'm just nah, nah. <laughs> like, no, no, like, she gonna come no, up there. Erica Slazak <laughs> gonna come in, and she's gonna be like, well, I like, I know, love it. it's not me who did like, it. No it personality. Okay, they gonna. Erica Slazak is not going to date. And I'm the one of the few that love that Robin Strasser one. I, I don't care. I like. No, I did not love Robin Strasser in that role, Lord. I thought that was zany, kooky fun. Then bad wigs and the bad head scarves. Those bad scarves she borrowed from the Ron Moss collection, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. It was just too much. But, but yeah, like like Vivian being on was just it was very unnecessary. Like no, and then with the rotating of the cast members, you can't you can't get invested in couples like that. We got invested in Xander and Sarah, and they were just like, oh. Well, Lindsay Garfield about to be gone till God knows when. Oh my gosh, I was so invested in Xander and like, Sarah. And, and, uh. And that's why I was, I was getting the Brewery fans mad on Twitter. I said, well, y'all know they love firing Nadia like Brian Tillo. Hell, what, you going to get invested and Corey's going to be gone again by Halloween? Like, it, it ain't no long-term story. Ain't none of Brady's relationships long-term. Well, so, so Carly, Carly, let me ask you this. Um, you brought up Ben needing to have more story outside of Sierra and stuff. So what do you vision story being? For Xander, long term, outside of Sarah, as Sarah's not on the canvas anymore. It's a very good point. Um, I mean, if he's not going to be a Titan, I think. Oof, I don't know. I think. There, I mean, there's got to look. You could have him working at the Brady Pub. I mean, I don't think that would make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I don't think like, the storylines are making any sense. You know what? He could, put him with Paulina. I mean, or even I just think like a. I think so many characters need jobs or just like some place to go or do yeah. something. Yeah, something to do. <laughs> Claire. Yeah. You know what? Even if it's just like, you know, he maybe he's down in his luck and no one will hire him. So he gets a job as like a Salem tour guide. And he yeah. there's a little bit of comic relief. I mean, that's a little silly, but you know, him, you know, this is where Marlena Evans got possessed, or just I don't know. Ah, that would you know, he, yes, he could be like, This is where Marlena burned down the horse. Well, we could start our only fans. No, I mean they could and only fans. Shut up. <laughs> Rod Riggs, shut up. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. Yes, uh, Rodrigo, let's go. That was I mean, they, they, I mean, child, I'm done with you. <laughs> I mean, that I, was okay. I would pay for that content. Boy, you let's you even Kiriakis have an OnlyFans. That, I will give you all my promotion. Look, they gonna have to bring back. They gonna have to bring back Samantha Wilder. Where they gonna promote it at? They gonna promote it on Pornhub. Where they gonna promote it? I would promote it on Twitter. Like I've never promoted it on Twitter. Look, you know Samantha tried to baby on free Twitter. Samantha Wilder on Twitter on free Facebook. Xander could. All those horny grannies. Oh yeah. He can go work for Demary Enterprise. I mean, Xander uh, should work like, with Paulina. Like, honestly, him, I think he should. Like, he could go legit. D, there you go, because he could go to work for her real estate business. Yeah. Exactly. And like yep, the story writes itself. But but like I think he could go to the mayor too, because him and Jay could be homies, and then Philip can get to talking shit, and he'd be like, Oh, okay, Xander, come work for me and tell me all the dirt you got on tight. I, I can't remember. Is he currently employed? He's not employed, is he? No, no, he no is he, not employed. He, he, okay, that's what I thought. Is, yeah, which is why I'm saying he could go work with Paulina because it's not like he's the relation getting a hand me down job. He can actually prove himself that he's worth more than just being a kidnapper and a con artist and all the other sexy things that he does. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, literally I just stands there and looks literally beautiful. stands there shirtless and I, you know I would pay cash money to see that. Let, let Paul Telfer come through with our OnlyFans. Let me and, go off. Somebody <laughs> tweet wrong. Maybe they should put Xander with Gwen. You want me to? I will do it. Man. So Alan just said Xander with Gwen. So Alan expand upon that a little more. Are you trying both? to start violence today? Well, like Nick's story says the stairs off there. They're both Pariahs, they could fuck. Okay, you just want the sex. I thought no, it was like not a legitimate. I mean, I, I, like, like, no, I, like, um, I you know, Alan. I kind of like, like that. that idea. I think I it could be interesting. That. And then yeah. when Good Girl Sarah comes back, oh gosh, can you imagine? When she like with her, she wanted to keep Xander. Yeah, like I said, I wouldn't mind him to keep on screwing Nicole because I liked that last week. That, uh, give me that over her and some damn rape. I, no, that's Ava. Oh, man. yeah, that's legit. Ava no, who, who, who is fighting over Ray Fernandez? Like, yeah, I really, like, I, I have questions. The thing is that, like, Roger, I like, explain it to me. I like Nicole <laughs> and Xander together, but I'm really tired of Nicole, like, shaming herself every time she does something that's Nicole like. Oh, yeah. No, no, like, Nicole, she, like, yeah. You know, she needs and to Ariane, own it and say, Own your shit. Come you know, on, Nicole. Just recast, to, like, recast Eric. You know, just have her flip it's the words to Eric and say, you know what, you left, you don't get to, like, I mean, I, that's not really yeah. necessarily the way she'd approach it, but, like, it makes me so mad because Nicole is at her most fun and vivacious when she's just, you know what, F the world type of situation. I mean, it well, really we is, it's bow and hope all over again with the holding period of not letting the woman go. I mean, hope. What would you guys think of, of Mark Lawson as a, as a potential recast for? He looks that. just yeah. like yeah. Ali Sweetie, yeah. who's now doing rom coms with Greg Vaughn anyway, which is so gross. Yeah, I mean, like, or, or, they, or they could bring back Dan Whale to stand. Like, like he has Allison Sweetie's mannerisms down pack. He still looks great. Bring his ass on his air. No, I no, I ain't doing that. Why not? But you already know they're gonna do a cop out. They're not bringing Eric back. Dave's gonna pull some bullshit. Sammy is gonna expose Nicole sleeping with Xander to Eric via FaceTime, and then he's gonna slut shame Nicole and dump her over the phone, and then we ain't gonna see yeah. Eric for a year. That's what's gonna happen. 
They just better bring back somebody fine because you know Eric Brady is always good looking, so he needs to be I'm really serious, attractive. He used to yeah. wear that collar. Ooh, I was just like Nicole. I was wearing and then Jensen Ackles was fine as hell. Was... So like Eric Brady has always looked fine. They need somebody super fine. I'm just waiting for new EJ to roll through. That's what I and, and right, I know that, they're probably gonna try to put him with Nicole. I already know where it's gonna go, and I'm trying to brace myself for that. But my little loomy heart. And I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for EJ to come and mess stuff up, you know, because you already know it's coming. It's going to be ridiculous. And I'm ready for it. I'm like, let him roll himself in his little wheelchair. Him and Victor <laughs> little wheelchairs roll <laughs> through and fuck shit up. Let's do Look, this. I'm just saying, the <laughs> I'm ready. Sammy, EJ, Lucas stuff is going to be so freaking good. It is. I am so and ready. Add, for and put it and add in Johnny. Uh, just to yes. add measure. So, oh, but I tell on. you what, Sammy's got the team set set for the next like fifteen oh, years yeah, of the show. Yeah, <laughs> because it, it, it has to be one of those things where you know Allie's all sweet and all that. I mean, yeah, she acts like Sammy sometimes. Fuck that. I want Johnny to be a coach snorting ass mess. I want him to blow up and shit up the day he gets there. So you want him to be JJ, basically? No, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I want him to be no. Oh, you don't want him to see the like no country yeah, soap opera star. I want him to be a functioning cokehead. <laughs> okay. Okay. But no, I was yeah, like, wait a minute, y'all. A what, you want him to get a You want him to get a thousand on his SAT? Like, what you mean functioning? <laughs> like, no, so, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> look at who, look at his DNA. He needs to be fucked up. Yeah, like, he yeah, has yeah. to. I mean, look at his parents. Like, you can't help but there's no yeah, it's like hell. it's inevitable. His half brother used to have chemistry with his mother's husband, so I mean, <laughs> it's just great. It happens. <sighs> I'm that excited is... that days is renewed. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. And um, yeah, I hate to tell you this, most people watch days on in some type of streaming form, so that's why I don't pay attention to the rating. Days is one of the highest streamed shows on the NBC yeah. app. Yeah. And on Peacock, so I it's wasn't worried. I like, in the number, in the yeah. And it's one of those shows, even somebody who has a watch for a long time, let them find out Allison Swinney is back. All shit, Sammy back. Let me watch. She brings all those Hallmark viewers with her. She brings, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so even with Marlena, like, people will still watch. What the hell going on? Allie and Jack A are going to bring everybody back <laughs> yep. in days. I'm yep. serious. So, yes. It's like, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. like, I just... All just, the aunties will be watching. Yeah. I just hope yeah. NBC, NBC, can y'all please just throw them a $65 book of food stamps with some wick checks, please? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of money. The one thing I will say about Days of Our Lives is they always have the most attractive cast members, baby. They you gotta look good to be on oh, that. Okay. Gorgeous cast. Okay. Yeah, it's I love you it. gotta be you, you like, got to be attractive to be on Days. Bold and Beautiful has nothing on them. Bold and Beautiful has nothing on them. Right. Like yeah. Bill Bill like, said that. Find a fine motherfucker and teach him how to act, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as he got his shirt off, they'll pay attention. There you I, go. You Tim. can say what you want to say about my Uncle Ron, but trust and believe they keep those good looking men and those good looking women up on that TV show and they always okay. fucking on days. Oh, there's so much sex on days, Lord of the Boy. Boy, they, they get away with so much nasty stuff on days. You'd be like, What did Janda say? Want to flock? I was like, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, when Brady sat there and fingered Eve on TV, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, shit, the stuff that JJ and Teresa used to do with one another. Same with Brady and Teresa. I'm like, Lord Jesus. Sure. They, they the days has always been risky. Brady up I, there fights 
for his damn life. Brady got a heart transplant, shot in the chest, all that. But he just laying there and with his body. he's still getting pussy. Now, look at that. You know, Brady's still going to get laid. That is the one thing that okay. is consistent. Brady is going to get look, him. He hasn't needed like, a who, penis who, who, transplant. Who just with a hospital gown just open like that? Ready to fuck. Brady. 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 You know what? I would like. You know what? I would. I mean, they're not going to do this, but um, I would love. I mean, and, and I'm over Returns from the Dead, but I would. Part of me so wants Lindsay Hartley to come back as Ariana, even though it's a new little Ari, because I loved their chemistry together. I was just thinking, like, I did too. Like, the killing her off is so premature. I also think that, like, you know, there's also, there are so many, um, like, Returns from the Dead that we don't need, but there's something, I know their chemistry goes way back, but there's just something about, like Lindsay Hartley, in my opinion, needs to be on a soap. I don't care which one she's on. When she, I love Lindsay Hartley. When she was on GH for a little bit, she was just magnetic, oh, and I really would great. love to. I, 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 you know what? I love that they have Michael Lowry as Doctor Snyder, but yes. he, he he should have been Mike Horton for me. He should have been. Yep. He's, he's yeah, just the right Horton. age. He's gorgeous. He, you know, you want to coming in a, as the new yeah. chief of staff. Yeah, yeah I would have loved yeah. that. And, and he could bring Jennifer back. He could. Katie yes. Yeah. Katie McLean, not Chick-fil-A Reeves. Okay. Katie. Uh, you just called her Chick-fil-A Reeves, but. I don't, you, I don't you, know. You, you, you okay. said it, not me. <laughs> Carly, I'll take oh. one. Girl, I I'm got like, so oh. when those J&J fans okay. come You're a guest through. in the house. When I'll they okay. come through all pissed off, remember, it's Casey X Hutch. Okay. Yep. <laughs> all, all, all ten of you, Scott and Melissa Reeves I'm not in this. Yes, all ten of you. We want Jennifer Horton that's going to get vaccinated. So, yeah, we want Faisal McLean. That's what we want. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, we want um, Jennifer Moderna. Can talk about Shadow Dog Casey? My ass is falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, can we talk about? Can we talk about our incest shit, please? Thank you. Uh, Alan has been on the podcast a little too long for his liking. Um, he hates <laughs> he hates old people, he but he goes to bed at the same hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, so let's get let's time. get Nikki Newman to bed and discuss CBS. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about my incest shit. Yes, Alan. Yes. Well, first, let's talk about the ratings. Uh, so oh, the Bold and the Beautiful and General Hospital <laughs> are both facing a bit of a ratings resurgence. Um, so season to date, the Bold and the Beautiful is at two point eight million total viewers. Uh, making up 928,000 plus viewers from last year when they were airing their reruns. And meanwhile, General Hospital in total total viewers, excuse me, is at 2.2 million, uh, bringing back in 78,000 from this time last year when they were in fact still airing new episodes of GH. So Alan, what do you think of these two soaps kind of gaining back almost all those viewers that they lost? We all know why Bold and Beautiful gained viewers because of Carter and Quinn fucking. That's the reason why they gained back viewers. It wasn't for, for Liam's weeping ass. Oh, I ran up a penalty. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Bold and Beautiful gained back viewers. Yeah, Lawrence gained back viewers because probably because of the face storyline and Skyle fucking, you know. No more sources yeah. in some scenes. That's probably no general. He talking general hospital. General, he said general hospital, hospital and both. Oh, yeah, the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. 
Ain't yeah. nobody care about Josh Griffith and the young and the rest of us. Went <laughs> to the hospital. Mm, they probably gave back viewers because, as of, I guess. Sunny's you know why? Because Sunny's not on every day. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Carly's on every day, so now they're losing her. Mm. Carly's on every every day. Boy, yeah, that yeah. one day she wasn't on. We Ooh. had a ticker tape parade. The one day that she was not on. Hey, look, the one day she wasn't to... on, I had to check on Laura Wright, make sure she made it to work okay. <laughs> but yesterday's episode, like, yesterday's episode, Carly wasn't even, why is Carly here? Everything Sasha told her, she could have told Luke. Why the hell is Carly here? I didn't, re- I didn't see the need for her having, I watched uh, Monday's episode. I'm like, why is she sharing scenes with Sasha and all up in Sasha's business? Hey, I mean, exactly. I'm, I'm like, yeah, but your son broke up with her. That means you have no relationship with her. Is there, is there a chance Sasha, that that baby is Michael's? Is there a chance? No. At all that, okay. No. No. Well, so unless they they, ne- they never had sex. They didn't let have me tell sex you, I don't know how you all feel. Came out. I don't know how you all feel about this, Care. I'll say this very briefly so we can get back to CBS and Alan can take his chamomile tea and go to bed. But um, I hate the character of Gladys being on so much and killer like, this killer yeah gladys is, is he so a younger character no no she old oh she's like somebody's mom yeah they tell me gladys i'm serious Taz. i'm serious love oh, yeah. over I, all i'm thinking about is love overboard with gladys night never mind yes. go ahead no but i, I hate that she just seems being a bitch to carl but i mean yeah i mean that's what that is She's got nerve. That character got nerve. That, but, but she really does. To me, she's relatable. Like, because, look, if they would have been better family to her, she wants to smash Valentine. <laughs> she wants to smash Valentine. That made her relatable. I'm like, just get back but, to the Sean Donnelly tribute, which we'll get to later. But, can we please just do the Sean Donnelly tribute and just cut out all the other stuff because nobody cares? Yeah, I'm serious. I'm gonna need a full 40 <laughs> minutes of flashbacks of John Riley. I'm serious. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. That's my whole childhood. Honestly. So yes, yeah. I need, yeah. I need like, a, I need because a legit tribute episode. It's already starting. Like it's starting. It's starting off good because I like the reactions yeah. from Anna's reaction. Not Anna and Max. Phone oh, call with Tiffany, with Maxie. That's history right there. And the scenes today the with her. I, I can't wait. Because the because way Finola Hughes. The way Finola Hughes acted out that phone call. I respect the history of the show, and I'm waiting on this. Yeah, the two yeah, whole separate conversations. You felt the history. The history of that <laughs> yeah. phone call. The history of that phone call was. It was I love the fact like that she that. went to Tiffany to ask if Sean had any connection um, for the whole Peter thing and the whole Chase thing. And that was a brilliant move uh, to, on their part to kind of get the Sean thing going. Um, but real quick, let's go ahead and get back to B&B and Y&R and CBS and, you know, the winters being on one day a month and all that. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Alan, um, you talked a little bit about B&B and why you think they're kind of going up in viewership a little bit. Um, but I know a lot of people are still having major issues with one section of the show only being good and then the rest still being a mess. So, what are your thoughts on B&B as a whole, really only telling one good story? It's so typical of Brad Bell to only tell one good story at a time. Because when was the last time you could say eight with a straight face that Brad Bell was telling two or three good stories at the same time? When? 2015. <laughs> yeah, it was good. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I go back that's to the Avance. That's the fact that we all went back to 2015. The Avance. That's what I, I went to immediately. From the, from and the, the dingo eating uh, Abby's uh, papers and everything. Yep. When the black people were prevalent, that was the okay, last time that... From the moment Nicole called Maya Myron, that show was on fire four years straight. Yeah, <laughs> that was quite that. That was one of the most shocking moments that I, you know, I watched those for a while. Yeah, I was, I did not see that coming. I didn't you know, see that coming. I thought Nicole, I thought no, Nicole was going to be Maya's daughter that she had at fifteen. That's what I thought. Which would have been so typical, Brad. But then I'm like, oh, Michelle Valjean must have been writing while you were on a CBS retreat or something. Um, she called that girl Myron. I need a cigarette. Yeah, which she said, "You're Myron." I was like, "Damn, what?" Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Huh? <laughs> what?" <laughs> like that was so good. And then the way she was afraid that Rick was gonna leave her, and he was like, "Girl, I ain't going nowhere." I'm like, "You uh. keep your white boy girl." That's <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Um. And then, of course, uh, D. Let's go to you. B and B is your ride or die. What are you thinking of the state of the show right now? I told you, hoes. Um, <laughs> I've been what? telling y'all. I've been telling y'all. Okay, I've been telling y'all. I was like, every time Brad will pull out something that'll keep you watching that damn show. I'm just waiting because uh, Jackie Mac coming up off of maternity leave. I believe my thirty first. I'm very excited about that because the show drags when my girl is not on it, but. Quinn and Carter heating up those shapes. I'm like, yes, I've been Carter. They they've been overlooking Carter for years, and we all know this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mm-hmm. I'm Very just glad that they're time. actually they're, that they're giving my boy his dues. They have him doing something. I mean, next thing you know, we just we just need to get Justin a storyline. Um, that doesn't have is Justin still deal. on the show. Yes, he is still well, on the show in a recurring so capacity. <laughs> so. for him to marry slutty Donna. Then for them to divorce for no reason all spring, I'm like, which by the way, about? speaking of Donna, it is a shame that Jennifer is once again off of contract. I am is pissed. She? I'm like, get your ass over to the stage across and be Grace Turner. I okay, mean, uh, Grace, yeah. Grace Turner should be Grace Turner yeah. should be overseas sitting on Noah's face right goddamn now. Overseas. Get pregnant. Get pregnant. <laughs> Grace should be get pregnant to a child. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, same age as Sharon. If Sharon ain't allowed to have no more damn kids, Grace Turner can't have no more damn kids. I'm just <laughs> I'm well, keeping because Sharon's now popping out mystery babies. They ran out of ways to get Sharon pregnant, so she's just popping out twins. And okay. The queen is like Sharon. Quintuplets. You know what? I love Sharon. She does what she does. Whatever, whatever craziness they give her. Same thing with Jennifer. They still just, come yeah. through as a clutch, but I'm just saying they they have they have the cast there. They should quit focusing on Liam and start focusing yeah. on the people that you know you know like yeah. Andrew Spears is done in prime time. He's done prime time. You have a prime time actor, and you're sitting yes. there not using him. I mean, how long did we ask for a storyline for Justin and Carter? Then we got one for Justin technically, but it went to his born ass niece that I still don't care. I'm glad that Emma died. F all of y'all on Twitter. I'm oh, glad that I was gone. So. You know, I'm still like, whatever. I still want Thomas to pay for that, though. I do too. Harley, I'm right there with you, girl. Yeah. You know what? He can pay for it with his shirt off. I don't care. Wait, Thomas did you did a community <laughs> service? Did you all remember when Emma first? And I didn't love. I really didn't like the character of Emma, but I. But do you remember when Emma first came on and she was doing the Hope for the Future dance move and she whacked Sander in the face? Yes. Mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. that back recently, and I 
it was so it was so unintentionally funny but man did that make my day watching that when she threw yeah. her she just whacked them in the oh my god that was so deliciously bad they just they have the right cast they have the right castmates they're just not utilizing the people that we actually want to see yeah, I do not need to see Liam five days a week crying like the bitch he is. Six months minimum. Let Liam and Hope minimum. be happy. Oh, baby, I'm for Sting because you know, you know, Jackie Mac. She didn't, you know, she she have a baby and drop that weight like it ain't nothing. I'm ready for my hot love scene. Yeah. I'm ready for all that stuff. I'm ready for my yeah. wedding. I'm ready for my for my baby. Jackie and I'm looked ready like she for... ain't even had a baby. That woman okay. just spit it out and kept it moving. Yeah. She was like, I just, Steffi, Steffi needs to exist outside of Liam. And mm-hmm. I don't think that they, they've done... She she don't need Liam for anything. The no. actress is strong enough to carry Steffi to who she needs to be. And I'm Liam does not need to be involved in it at all. It just this does. It's over. Steffi, no, Steffi and Finn need to, to be happy for a little while. Yeah. Let, let Hope have Liam for a little while. Let, let Liam, Liam and Hope be happy off screen for a little while. Send that yeah. ass. Where they go? International? They all, they always yeah. send people to international. Let them go to international for On Days it's months. Africa, on DB it's at Forrester. It's international. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things that they, they lose the back burner them for a little while. Yeah, and just let Steffi be happy with Finn. We know they're going to rewrite that baby shit and it's going to be Liam. But who cares? No, they are not. No, they are not. You do not like, speak that into existence. No, I, I reject I'm just it. Saying, even if they did, did, I don't want them to either. But let it sit for a couple of years. You Let Finn raise that damn baby. It's a soap opera. See, now, on, you now. Honestly, you know, honestly, I hope that the truth hadn't came out and that that baby would have been Liam's for two or three years and then Liam would have just been seething watching Finn be happy with his family because yeah, you know Kelly's going to be calling him that been good. in 2.2 seconds. That's, that's what I was waiting for. I did not want that coming out. Like, I didn't want it co- just like I didn't want Beth them to find out that Beth was, was Hope's baby until her sweet 16 hell drag all that shit out. Now, what's she doing? They got that baby over there living in a shack. Right? Yeah. And look, I admire Brad's I admire Brad's commitment to, to keep those three on the air as much as he does. However, he's forgotten to tell story with them. I really did yeah. love, I love the Steffi, Hope, and Liam triangle in the beginning. In the beginning. I love yes, it. it. Ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was during the Obama administration. That Ten years so ago, it was ago. great. I love well, you the see, see it every was running day. around. Italy in that big wedding dress because she was like, my father's here and I'm having my first thing with Sean Kanan and I'm all hop in the back of a truck and I loved it when it was that. I even I was addicted to the show even when Hope was trapped in the gondola. In, in the oh gondola, which was beautiful. Yes. Which was that amazing. Was so wonderful. Just fantastic. I went to Aspen that year just because <laughs> of that. I'm just yeah. saying. I was, like, yeah. I was excited. I, I was like, yeah, find that specific gondola so I could get up in there and take these pictures, but, yo, because that yeah, was fine. Here comes like, in his wedding dress. Got, Brad has to stay to what's <laughs> hot right now what's hot for me is quinn and carter yeah and you, yeah. And you and he, the same way he wrote how he wrote that bombshell about maya and just ran with her for a whole year run with this quinn and carter thing like what? keep them sleeping together for Have a while it, it yes. could be one of those things where eric finds out they want to push her out of forester it's and a it's a question like, of how oh, long they it's gonna be till they sleep with each other again. You know they're gonna smash again. You know they are stuff into it. You have Eric first. You'll have you know this is gonna 
uh, you know, Bridge and Carter are supposed to be best friends, and he's sleeping with someone that he was once involved with too. And well, hell, Bridge can't talk, talk too much mess because he uh, was no, but you know, Bridge is a hypocrite. You know, he's a hypocrite. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. yeah. you know, <laughs> he gonna say his shit. You know, he does, he's done work. Yeah, he's you know, he's gonna say free. his stuff. I know he's, he's gonna say it. We this. If the template they to... need to use for this story is back when Brooke had her affair with Deacon. And little by Which little, time? people, the, the I'm talking Hope's time. I'm talking when she went off to the okay. spa and they booted her out of horse. <laughs> little by little, all the right people found out at the same time. So like, you know, before that press conference, uh, Kimberly found out and then Whip found out. And that's how Whip swooped in and said he was the father and the person who got uh, Brooke pregnant. Mm-hmm. So to me, it needs to be like that. It needs to be where all the right people find out at the same time and keep the lie going on. And then it explodes and it's just like rock. Yeah, it needs to come out at, at a fashion show. Well, yeah, and Brooke needs to be the one. But not it. a home yes. for the future show. I yeah, no, no, it needs to be. I got it. It needs to be. Forrester Creations commemorating 60 years in business. Yeah, it needs to be yes. something honoring Eric. Like a, a, a night that's honoring Eric and he just gets embarrassed. And the motherfucker deserves for a goddamn time. All the time and he, he needs to have a speech. <laughs> he needs to be at a podium. Ooh, yeah. and they all have champagne and he's like, mm-hmm. and the person who got my creative juices flowing. I don't feel bad for Eric at all. all. Dad, I don't feel bad did. for him at all. He's been always, he he always been a low down, dirty husband. How many times did he cheat on? And you know what? He needs to bring up Stephanie too. He can go like after How many Stephanie times died. I was Stephanie. never sure that I could How love again. How many different women did he cheat on yeah. Stephanie? How many times did he leave Stephanie for Lauren, Brooke? No, fuck him. Yeah. 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 everything he did and then some. And all the time Stephanie gave that motherfucker and then the one all time, the, time she... the one time Quinn fucked up, you want to like toss her aside and shit and not want to be intimate with her. This ain't even the worst shit Quinn ever did. Behind so, Brooke. She tried Behind to hook her own girl up. Shit. She, she tried, tried to kill Donna on Thanksgiving. Remember when Donna was shutting off all the lamps? The Forrester Mansion suddenly had 45 lamps. And all of a sudden, Quinn's staring back there at her behind the potted plant. Well, Donna's oh, trying, you know, trying to try and get take her man. So she's trying to teach her a lesson, girls. Yeah, it's, your it's, like, it's, it's just so much they can they can do. Like they can blow Eric and Quinn's mirrors the fuck up. Yeah. And it could be just so much story. And Brooke needs to be I'm the sorry. one to do it. Yeah, and opinion. Brooke needs to be involved. Yes, Brooke, Brooke needs to be so it. emotionally invested, and that can lead to her and Ridge getting into it, because that's the only time they got fucking chemistry. Like, why are you so involved in this? Do you still want my father? I don't know, bitch. Do you still want Queen? Like, something yeah. like that. Like, anything. Like, like let's go. But yeah, and then you have Alan out. sitting there like, can we talk about Shadow, please? Yes. Look, okay. <laughs> don't worry, Mr. Alan. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Mr. You said Newman. that 20 minutes ago. So we got to talking about Porter. I mean, you know, it happens. You just get into it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alan, like, so anyway, yes. Now we can, do, <laughs> Alan, you can be Clarence, you know, from the old CBS days. You can talk about Joe. Oh, Shea. I love Clarence. <laughs> Clarence so, was the best. Is he still around? Can they hire him back? Give him some money to do something, because, okay. Lord. 
They need somebody with promo department. Yeah. He needs to be like, young and restless may be boring right now, but you won't believe who's going to guest star. Alan, use your damn chest and talk about your shit. Go ahead, Okay, so Alan wanted to talk about um, how Josh Griffith keeps baiting and switching when it comes to Sharon and Adam being in-game. We just had the Adam special black and white episode um, that they spent two quarters on because they needed to use them big ass chess pieces again. Um, but during that time, of course, Sharon was a large section of that episode. We've got mm. Chelsea who keeps, you know, talking Gosh. about Sharon like she's Mary Alice Young. And she won't kill that girl. She's going to try to kill her. comes on and she's like, Yes, Sharon needs to die. Meanwhile, across town, Bree was meeting with me. <laughs> <laughs> So, Alan, what do you think of your precious Shadow, darling? You didn't you just say it like that. He said, your precious Shadow. Boy. No, Alan, Lord, you act like I was eating that. Like Fuck you, Casey. Oh, there it is again. Twice in two years. ED, <laughs> you thought I was like Maureen when she was like talking to Lillian. Your precious Ed Bauer. Anyway, hey, okay. Shut up and let this man talk about his <laughs> Oh no. We get to it. God damn. Say your piece. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, I got the one to the corner store for nine o'clock. Hurry up, man. Oh Lord Jesus. Yeah, we, we constantly build up shadow like they're finally gonna do something. I'm thinking with them. Then nothing happens. Bait and switch. And so fucking frustrating. Mark Roosevelt and Sharon Case have great chemistry. They can actually kiss. And fans actually want this to happen. It'd be so dramatic. But they won't do shit with it. I don't care what your feelings about Rorschach, but the fact that they freaking build it, the shit up and don't do nothing is frustrating. Shit or get off the pot. He, it, it sucks as a Shadow fan. Like, I like all of Sharon, most, let me rephrase, most of Sharon's <laughs> pairings, because yeah. there's a couple that are trash, I rate. But I'm saying the <laughs> chemistry is there. The chemistry is, the chemistry is there. Yeah. The history is there. This has so many implications because Mariah don't like them. Oh, look, none of her kids like him. It is built in angst up off in there. Nick would have a fit. Like, it writes itself and they just won't go there and it's very frustrating and yeah. Alan is just like so angry he can't even get the words out Cause it's to the point, it's <laughs> yeah it was to the point I was trying to get the fuck it I won't shat them together too because that's just how much I fucking hate Ray do you know how I wanted Chelsea to kill this motherfucker so bad I want her to try to kill him again I want Chelsea to sleep with Ray. I want Ray to cheat on Sharon. Lord, I thought Sharon. you were going to say Mom I want Chelsea guilty to sleep about with Sharon. She does. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. That's why I said she had already poisoned him and tried to kill him. That's a starting point. Hey, my that, thing, that's play my for thing is you could play that quad so effectively if mm-hmm. Josh Griffith would just... Oh, Ray, Ray, Chelsea, because it would have been a good story if it would have been so pimp. When we finally saw them alone together, and he came in to question her at the house, and he just like, "What's up, Chelsea? You want a drink?" (laughs) It kind of reminded me of that episode. Chelsea reminded me of that episode of the Golden Girls where Sophia was going to take an injury from the game with Stan, 
and she had to wear that neck brace. That's what the whole Chelsea story reminded me well, of. I'm, I'm wondering Casey. about I'm wondering this about the young and the restless. Do you think that right or Josh's writing is just not consistent, or is he getting network notes telling him to Both. change things in the middle? Both. Both. I think it's honestly, I think it's them. Both. They're grooming his replacement. And I think we are honestly allegedly seeing some replacement head writers stories come because it's two different shows. And, you know, next week, uh, Lily Moses and Devon are all going to go to Chancellor Park to honor Neil. And I know Josh Griffith did not write any of that. <laughs> so, Why? Because it's got black people in it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. How often are they on, D? How often? I right, know right. we're talking about Winter's Wednesdays, but right, I'm just saying, just you know, know, with Taraya, with Taraya Thursdays, but it's whatever. This is gonna be the first time Moses and Lily gonna be sharing scenes. The, the baby been on exactly, for six which weeks. is that makes no sense. Mm. That's why that don't make no sense. Yeah, well, and that's what it before. makes me. It's during like Pratt's era. You know how it sometimes felt like two different shows. Like you would go from the great Newman Abbott War and Jill finding out Billy and Phyllis slept together and Phyllis going, well, Jill, you're a hypocrite. You did all the same shit. And then you would all of a sudden go from Neil being Stefano Demera the very next day. So, I mean, yeah, that was weird. It, yeah, it, was, I, it does I, feel I, disjointed again because some days that I watch, I'm ready to tweet. Oh, Wyandar is great again. And then I watch the fire next days episode. Fire and days talking about Abby's uterus. Shadam style like, and the black people. Let's keep it real. Shadam style mm-hmm. and the black people are the only the reason next why day on, Young and the Rest is remotely interesting. Let's keep it legit. It's like, yeah, nobody care about well, Abby's I have a special shout out to Carla Mosley for stepping oh in for Michelle yes. Morgan. Beautiful job. Beautiful. making me wish she, she that really one of fabulous. these shows will hire her back in daytime again because she is sorely missed. I just tweeted oh, that today. I tweeted that earlier that she was, I didn't realize how much I missed her on my screen. Um, she's she's fantastic. Amazing you know, it's, job. Talk about acting. Talk about she's so engaging. Yeah, talk about an actress who has grown so much. Because Jesus Christ on God and light, I was ready to shoot myself whenever Christina came on my screen. But she right. has she has jumped leaps and bounds in the last decade. Like, yeah, she is that girl. Yeah. Like, VH needs to snap her up. She could be Gia Campbell. She could be Maya Ward. Let's do this shit. Someone Jordan. said on Twitter, I can't remember who said it, they said that she should have been Tara Locke. And I thought about it. I'm like, that's I saw not that a bad today. Idea. Yeah, somebody said it would have been inspired if she would have yeah. been Tara. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like, oh, if we'd have got to keep the original Tara instead of this um, knockoff <laughs> version that we have, but it's it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Max whatever. Uh, BD girl, you sent that headshot in the in the group chat. I said we lost this and got yeah. great value. I'm. We got great value. <laughs> Look, at this point, Charity Rainbow would have made a great <laughs> I'm playing. You need to quit bringing up Charity wondering. Uh, No, most of Charity Rainbow's clips were taken off of YouTube and my heart is broken. It makes yes. me so sad. I'm like, who did that? Of our daytime history. You know what happened. Carly, people, on Carly, Twitter started, actually... people, on, people on Twitter started reporting people's accounts and so then they started taking gotcha. their Those in the Brenda Dixon videos. Welcome to my regime. <laughs> I don't. I was to find I wanted to ask Carly, Carly, what do you think, you know, is uh, how do you fix a problem like the Young and the Restless? Because I, I know that you, you know, you watch it and you've been watching it probably, you know, just as long as me. 
So what do you think is, you know, how to, the remedy for it? I agree with a lot of the things that have been said. I think you need to go balls to the walls with the Sharon Adam affair for the shock factor, if only. Yes. And then you go, fans want them together. I think you can't sort of be dancing around it. I think it would, I think Ray and Chelsea together would be really interesting. I think you need to, mm-hmm. I really want Sally to seduce Kyle. I want there to be love in the afternoon. And I want really people yeah. to be, I want, I want Sally to go full bad girl. Maybe she's just really pissed off at little princess summer, sort of like when, Sally to go and look, and look, I, I, I really like that, I, man. It makes Phyllis go crazy. That's true. And, you know, I really like Summer and Kyle together, but I want to give them that? a genuine conflict, like a real mm-hmm. conflict. Maybe they it's that. Jeopardy. I agree. And I think that maybe, you know, it turns out that I, I, I don't know, maybe there's some corporate conflict or maybe, you know, I think that I just really want to see more groups of people mixing it up and seeing what could be there, because it's oftentimes you get it's when you pair unexpected people together in scenes that you're like, oh. There's a spark mm-hmm. there. I never saw that. So mm-hmm. I think that really seeing, you know, like just mixing it up and seeing, you know, whatever happened to Elena maybe being pregnant. I remember there was a rumor that that was going to be the Why case. Why is Elena Man, we every ain't day? No good twins. I feel you bad know we ain't for Britney's no twins. Because Britney's happy every day I see her. She's crying in that goddamn Starbucks looking oh, at the But it's better than her not being on screen at all on GH. So let's just, but, let's, but you know, at this point, I'm not even sure if I need Elena because at this point, I'm like, either give us something like she's pregnant or move it the frick along. Um, and you know what? I, I think, think that's I what they're trying it. to do, though. And you know what? Have, you know, I think um, Chaz really, you know, going back to your point about have Victoria just run Newman and maybe Adam goes to Jabot. And that's mm-hmm. the next chapter of their conflict. And mm-hmm. Billy and, you know, Billy and Adam can maybe call a bit of a truce, but they're still snarking at each other. You Victoria know, they can still be to get all of the board members together of Newman and vote her father out because I'm, she needs to claim, look, he's too old and he, he just needs to go. She needs never to happen. vote her father out. And it never going to happen. Because I'm, I'm sitting me, here, I'm looking. Eric Braden ain't never going to let that shut up. Well, Eric Braden, somebody <laughs> needs to tell him this show is being watched by two people and a kitty cat at this point. So, how dare you? You know, <laughs> that show is being watched by Adam. I'm fans. Sick, no, I'm and, and we keeping it on the air. Thank you very much. Because I just need Valley to sleep with Nick. Because I need Phyllis to have something to do. I need my girl to have something to do. But you know what? That's that's really a, a that's really what it is, right? Those two things to me is that. Well, no? because I'm wondering the whole time, you know, Victoria keeps doing all this, and it's like your dad can just throw you out of the company at any moment. Like didn't she didn't he sign something that said that she has to stay CEO? He signed something. She got him to promise something. He, he signed paperwork saying you know what? Because I did, because she was afraid that, that he when was... she threw the knife in his portrait or something, wasn't that like that week of storyline? Before that, like when when Adam was coming back from Vegas or whatever, she said, I want to guarantee that she's gonna be able to be yeah, CEO. okay. And so Victor signs gonna stuff. pick Adam so, over her. Yeah. Victoria just needs to get laid. That's half of the problem. Honestly, she needs she to needs open the bigger. gates up again. Yeah. I would love to see <laughs> she really Sean Kanan back as Deacon. They had great chemistry when they had that. Oh my God, play. right? Yeah. And, and that would, oh, and, and Victor and hard. Nikki would hate that. And I, I used to like love Nikki and Deacon together. I'll tell you what, though, that was so mm. hot. Dicky. Dick, that was You're my so nasty. I love my <laughs> Dicky, girl. <laughs> Um, you know what? You yeah. go for that shit, but you talking bad about you talking bad to Alan and I for liking 
for liking, you know, Sharon and Adam, but you over here talking about digging. No, I like my Sharon and Adam. I do. No, I, I hate I hated the idea of Sharon and Adam originally because I knew the history of the, the character and like what happened with them. That but was now too, seeing Pat. what yeah. seeing what ha- what's happening on the show and nothing is going on. I'm like, yeah. do it. Do it. You know Please. what the turning I was like, like that too. The yeah. turning point was that glorious kiss in society. That was amazing. Where they both saw each other, he was about to dip in the men's women's room because for some reason it's not separated. Because uh, <laughs> he because they live in Texas at the Starbucks. Every year, thank you. And she ran don't have Sharon's curly hair just flowing in the society wind. And you know they're kissing each other. They see the rotten fruit and martini glasses on the bar, but that, that's okay. They're so in love with each other. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, like I said, I I, is there so many? Like, if they're if they're gonna do it at this point, do it. Like Alan said, exactly. I'm do it or do it. And you know and what? I, I think the biggest. I think oh, the biggest ahead, crime though. is is sorry. I just get too excited. The I think the biggest <laughs> no, crime is having is having people is having someone be apathetic. You know, so like it's like we don't care what's going on. Nothing's happening. Even mm. people may love Sharon Adam. They may hate Sharon and Adam. But I think it will galvanize story whether and really make people passionate one way or the other about. And also, you know, I think that I, I'm not I was never I, I like the first incarnation of Shadam. But I think, you know what, if it's going to push a story forward, why not? And also, if you're going to have try, I mean, I love a good triangle. Why? You know, they were they were playing uh, teasing Lola with Nate and Elena and Lola are good friends. What if, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many poss- maybe possibilities that you hey. could do. And I think that could be, you know, I who knows? I think that I would like to just see them try something to like do something. that. They're not messy. They're not messy. That's the problem this year. They're not they messy. Had that little exactly. And yes. I've had a conversation with the Sasha friend and Sean had that little spark going on, though. Yeah. They do. I, mean, I had this conversation with a friend yesterday. I said, you know, if you think about it, Y&R is the easiest soap to fix. You can fix mm-hmm. Y&R in a good three months just because of who you have you on the camera. fix Y&R in two weeks. Yeah, you really could. I mean, you know, for B and B, look, it would it would take about six months. Um, I think for it would take two weeks to fix bald and beautiful too. Put (laughs) Liam on the bench. That would take care of your problems right there. Put him on the bench. bench I posted his final Emmy reel for me killing him with the social issue. Uh, I posted. I posted on Twitter like months ago. STI. And that would be the social issue. STI. I posted on Twitter a while ago how to fix Young and the Restless. Have Nicky Newman wake up. And all of a sudden, we five years pr- prior to, we've forgotten about all this bad stuff that has happened. Kind no, of no I don't want to see Nikki Newman wake up with the lion's mane in 1987 again. But, you know I what? I think, but, but I think you're really years. right. That bring up is everyone's is everyone else is sort of articulated. Bring it back to Nikki. The fact that Melody Thomas Scott is not yeah. gloriously shaking her hair as she walks into the colonnade room, or yeah. at least, or at least society. You know, the fact that is, Nikki is, is not gorgeous. Let her wake up with a bottle of vodka. Realized it was all a dream. There you go. He is not coming into the Newman Ranch drunk and going, Victor. Have her wake up, me whopping drunk in that hotel that she and uh, Neil were getting drunk in or whatever, and then it all be a dream. Okay. Yep. Yep. I fixed it in three minutes. 
Let's it should, it green, really though. should all come back to Melody Thomas Scott because I will never forget what Sally Sussman said in her first big return interview. And Sally said, Melody Scott is money in the bank every time. And she really is. If you lead a show, if you lead Wyandar back to Nikki Newman, everybody will tune back in. We'll see Wyandar up by 1.2 million viewers. <laughs> I mean, we really mm. will because melody is so compelling and so if you write it for her she will be there she'll show up Mm. for you and Mm. the viewers will show up as well um so yeah i think you know sharon you gotta pull a dallas pull a dallas and be done well i don't know about that i'll be done with wander if they do that uh, I'm sorry, that's too much for me. I was done with Dallas when they did that. I, I oh, they out. needed to. They needed to because that season without uh, uh, Bobby was terrible. But go ahead. <laughs> Lord, I believe in moving the show forward, seeing what you can do with it. You know, yeah. but that's just me. Everybody has their own personal thought. And, you know, for me, it's just, I always believe that it's quite magical as a soap fan to see your show fix itself because they have the time to do it. You know, you have to fill 250 episodes with something. And so fill it by fixing your show, in my opinion. I don't think they know it's a problem. So they don't know they need to fix it. They do know it's a problem. They need to let the Susans cut loose and spice up that damn show. Yes. Well, this has been a lovely episode of the chat, but we've been talking too long, Lord. Uh, We have a longer episode than the combined Laura Wright reel of GH this past week. That is physically impossible. That is physically impossible. Monday through Friday and twice on Sundays and a matinee on a Saturday. Y'all mean it's the Laura Wright show just like it's the Adam Newman show on the Young and the Rest? Look, it's going to be called Laura Wright Hospital. You give it a good minute. (laughs) Look, all you going to see the opening credits where the images flip down, it's going to be Laura Wright through the years. Starting back on (laughs) Monday. I just want to go on record, Marcus, say that wasn't me that said that. You know, I love you. I love Laura Wright, but Lord, just give her a I'm not even talking about her. I'm talking about Mark. I ain't talking about Laura Wright. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i'm not talking about general hospital you know because it's sunny hospital is mob hospital now it's carly hospital it's always I'm one saying, of they the both own hospitals. shares <laughs> so it is what it is anyway yes. people with good sense should watch Shadow. that's what i'm saying i'm just saying yeah well mm-hmm. d tell um our listeners where they can catch up with you to hear all your thoughts on Shadow and sunny and the foresters and uh, Sally Spectra and Dar- Darlene Conley, everybody, where can they find you? You can Darlene find me. Conley still- gone, but whatever. He, yeah, he straight up went there. Throwback Thursday. <laughs> Throwback Thursday. But it's Tuesday, but okay. It's Tuesday, dude. Well, okay. But you know, and me, I might have this show up by Thursday. So. Right. <laughs> it might be Thursday. Thursday. Hmm. You, all, you can still find me lusting. After oh. Philip Kiriakis at TMZ TV. Oh Jesus, no. Um, you you know what? Just because you ain't got no taste, keep it moving. <laughs> I'm just saying, Rodrigo. Where can they find you and Philip's leg on Twitter? Find me at at Rodrigo's World eighty one. Love not me. that Philip, the good Philip. Come on, man. Not peg leg. Not peg leg. Not man. peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my God. Yeah, that's 
Long John Silver Phillips. Thank you. Not real world. We don't need that. No. Alan, where can they find you and your sleeping pills on Twitter? <gasps> when I said my ass asleep, I meant my literal ass. Not, I was was a sleepy Casey. Literal ass was falling asleep, not sleepy. Alan Sarafa. Well, where can they find you and your donut pillow? <laughs> I'm going to cuss you. Right he's going to cuss you clean out. Why? Alan, just cut him. Just put him. Just pull out your knife. Well, look, and then we can have a memory. He's going to turn into Stacy. Just pull him, Kristen. And just pull out a wig on his ass. I was going to say so. Is Alan going to have a Casey mask? Right. Alan, my family members. If he comes with a Casey mask, my family members going to start questioning while I'm all of a sudden 200 pounds lighter. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he going to pull out a Steffi. He's going to come in with that kind of mask. He's going to, nah. He's going to roll with another his, mask. Pull out his Steffi mm-hmm. shank and shank you. He's going to have to wear a sumo wrestler suit if he gets a Casey mask. Uh, anyway. Well, I don't even know how you talk like you, Casey. Let me try it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, okay. That reminds me last week, Alan, when you said, I'm going to make my boys. This is never going to end. Lord, I kind of forgot who I was on. Okay. You can find me at the best part, duh. I mean, two. Part two. The Ben Master Part Two. Yep. Uh, Oh, yeah. See? uh, uh, What is my name? Mr. Mr. Two. I know it's late, you y'all. Your account name every five days, Lord. I see. One day I it's do. David Demarcus Kimball. The next it's Faith Chantel <laughs> Newman. The next day it's Pratt Tastrophe. The next day, yep, yep. Every day you have more identities than Vicky Lord. Uh, I do. Hopefully, I have more checks too. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my money. No. And then our special guest of honor, the lovely Carly Silver, who we would love it if you came back. Where can they find she you? Likes she likes No, you guys, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, first of all, you guys are so kind. And thank you so much for having me. I had a ball this evening. I'm at Carly A. Silver on Twitter. And I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank and you, you can check out more I love of what Carly does on DaytimeConfidential.com. Listen to her thoughts on their podcast. Uh, which, Daddy. by the way, like Love Luke said, they're at a thousand and one, and it's a new era for them. So, congratulations! And you can also see the pieces she writes on their website. Again, that's daytimeconfidential.com. You can follow me on Twitter at KCS Hutch, and you can follow our show on Facebook and Twitter at the chat underscore podcast. And we will see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.